0: This is Bill Goldberg. You're listening to Below the Belt, the best show out
1: there. Tune in, listen, or I'll kill you. See ya, boys. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired.
2: It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down.
1: on wax off <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right, guys. We are back for BTB, the Skype version, the quarantine version of Below the Belt show. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. Hope everybody's feeling happy and healthy despite the crisis pandemic that we're going through, uh, that you are uh, staying healthy, social distancing and all that good stuff. And I know these two, who's on my virtual panel, have been following these, these rules. Let's start with guys. That's right. He is back. Once again, the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and only Chachi McFly. Well, it feels good to be back. I'm up here in my home office.
3: That's right. It's not as much fun as the B2B studio.
0: (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately, we don't get to see each other, but we are maintaining a six-foot rule, which is good. More than than six foot. (laughs) Right. right. 30 miles. Right. Let's go ahead and introduce. That's right, guys. This is our first Quarantine a ver- version of Below the Belt show, right? That's right. She yeah. is uh, affectionately known as Your Grace. <laughs> the Queen of Dragons. The Mother of Dragons. Mother the Queen- of Dragons. Yes, the Queen of the, Umber- the Queen of the Andals. The one and only Morgan Fabulous. Thanks
4: how you for doing, having Morgan?
0: Good. So how- how's everybody fun. dealing with their quarantine thus far? As you know, uh, Governor Hogan instituted a stay-at-home order uh, this past Monday, Governor Hogan of Maryland. And yes. of course, now 87% of the country is, uh, has stay-at-home order orders. So that included me actually going to the Below the Belt show studios. Uh, so things wow. that are s- essentially non Non-essential. non-essential. We, we, we can't do that anymore, guys. And I think there's yeah. also a curfew as well. Yeah. Um, Hogan, well, Hogan said, if the street lights go on and he sees somebody, they'll be asked what they're doing. So I, I think, so uh, if I recall from that press conference, that uh, Governor Hogan said, if the street lights are on and you're caught on the street, you will be fined or whatever. I don't know. But, Hear that, uh, Morgan?
2: I mean, I'm not gonna be. I haven't been. I'll be on the street. Really? So <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're It's sp- funny. I mean. Virginia has the same thing. Like it's you, if you're non-essential, you're home and everyone's working from home. And it's unless you're going to the grocery store or it's something like emergency, um, you know, or I I have, you know, I, I have friends that are government, we're all government contractors and some of them have like written mandates, like saying that they're essential. So unless you have that, uh, don't be wandering the streets, you know, without your pay, without your paperwork.
0: And we, we, we have to be sympathetic, um, to all those that are still essential, have to go to an office, police officers that have to, you know, be out on the street, um, healthcare workers, especially those that are treating uh, COVID-19 patients. Um, our hearts go out to you, man. This is a tough time. So, uh, well, especially those
3: kids that are working at McDonald's and Taco Bell and all those glorious places. Hey, they're not, that they not forget those guys. They're keeping the country running.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Oh, my the, peeps a Wawa? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh, the, the Dunkin' Donuts slogan is keep America running. And right. uh, they literally, right. literally are keeping them literally. running. Literally literally as your grace. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it uh we're all smiles and laughs oh, right now guys but I've got, um,
2: my, I've got my fancy you know glasses here too for there you there
0: you go so before we go into everything we do have our this is our first skype below the belt show we will, we will have a celebrity call in on skype which is a first or below the belt show guys Milan, Disney's Milan was supposed to premiere this weekend, and of course, as you know, a lot of big movies have been uh, pushed their uh, premieres. They're del- uh, they're having their premieres delayed. Guys, we're happy to welcome actor, singer, YouTube sensation, cook, um, host uh, Jimmy Wong. Uh, will be our special guest. He uh, uh, is playing um, a close friend of Milan on uh, on the live action milan movie so we're really excited to have uh jimmy as our 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 first btb quarantine edition uh celebrity guest calling so that's kind of a a special thing yeah that's so uh, yeah so i you know i got to check out his youtube page and we'll talk to more about him when he calls in but I think it's great. He's got this really cool pop culture themed YouTube cooking show where I am obsessed. Did you see some it. of those recipes you can make. You uh, sent
2: it yesterday and yes. I was like, "Oh my god." Um I and and I I didn't get around to it, but I did buy all the ingredients For? to make Cronks spinach puffs from uh, okay. emperor's new groove Yes, and i was like yes. oh i ran out of time but like they look i mean i love that movie it's a very underrated disney movie it's actually really funny it's got um right. uh the guy the brother from uh, raymond is is the like, one character um i can't remember his name but um it's just such a really funny movie and um when I saw that, I was like, Oh my god, I gotta make these. And then he had Baby Yoda's like Baby Yoda's traditional sure. uh, traditional right. Chinese bone broth. That looked insane. Right. Yeah. I watched that and I was like, Oh no, I'm not cutting up a whole chicken. And then, <laughs> and then it was funny because he's got like his yeah. traditional, like super cute like mother there, and she's like, And now you cut up the pork butt. And I was like, "Oh Lord, this is the whole thing," but like, it, it looked amazing.
0: He's got a fun show, and uh, his we're his,
2: r- his page is really cute. Like, yes, really Sunderbred awesome. Men. Oh, you mm-hmm. can make
0: the Stranger Things
3: um, USS um, Butterscotch. Yep. Yeah,
2: oh, I didn't see that. The banana, yeah.
0: banana split
3: Sunday.
2: What a right. great idea! Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. So <laughs> we're excited I mean, to have Jimmy on. We'll, we'll pop- save pop- all that.
3: This is right, you know, that's our heart.
0: Yes, we love food, I, yeah. We love food, we, we love, love food pop culture. Love yeah. So yeah. there you go. So I uh, can't wait to uh, talk to Jimmy about that. I'm curious about his thoughts on Mulan's um, yes. premiere being pushed um, as a lot of uh, big studio films. Um, also, there was rumors of some of these movies going straight to streaming because of uh, the pandemic. So we'll talk yeah. to Jimmy about all that stuff when he calls in, guys. we okay, will so, be in, yeah. in Milan. It won't, no, yeah. it won't be Milan. No, it won't be Milan. yeah.
2: It won't be pushed to streaming? No. Wait, so you don't think
0: Milan will be pushed, is what you're saying?
3: No, no. I keep seeing rumors online of all these movies coming out on streaming. Um, these, like, like you were talking about Wonder Woman coming out on streaming instead of going to the theaters. There's no way.
4: I mean, mm, these movies yeah. make so much
3: money in theaters, and as soon as they're out on streaming, and then they're, they're pirated right away, and people are downloading them. So, so
0: like, I, I believe that... They, they're going to push the um, premiere as much as possible. Now, this is all depending on how bad and long this pandemic is going right. to be. Granted, God forbid, the pandemic goes a lot further down in 2020. Then we're dealing with movies and more things being pushed, and you can only push and push so much. So, oh. mm-hmm. um, well, Some movies so... that were
3: supposed to come out during the summer are now pushed to next summer already. That's right. And we're going to go
0: over those um, uh, here on the... um, That's a little teaser. That's a little teaser. So let's go ahead and talk about everything going on. Um, So first of all, just headline news that uh, the the nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, I'm sure you guys have seen him on CNN. He is the expert on everything that is um, a pandemic, you know, a disease uh, that is a pandemic. Um, This is a scary number, guys predicted the country will see between a 200,000 deaths oh. and they're going to have millions of cases he he really hopes that he could be wrong but this is uh based on scientific models that they've created based on many people are saying very close to to, to italy the situation happening in italy which is very daunting um, Fauci actually tilted his head down and uh, touched his forehead, standing behind Trump. Um, you could see in Fauci's body language the sign, the sign of exasperation. Um,
3: well, you and, know, if he's touching his face, then we're all in trouble. That was good. Oh, yes? That's good. <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard not to,
2: uh, to itch that scratch in the face. It's hard. Though, right?
3: It is hard. Oh my God!
2: pick your nose. I touch my face all the time. Like, I've probably I crud, done it 10 times heart, already.
0: You wipe up the eye crud from your eyes and stuff. It's a little difficult to, <laughs> to get, get out of there. <laughs> so, uh, but it's very difficult. Um, so, um, So the death poll is over 4,000, guys. That has doubled. It's crazy. In just three days, that number has doubled, and the number is even probably a lot higher now. Um, but. <sighs> Here, so obviously, President Trump is in a very, very crazy position to be right now, and during this pandemic, he tweeted bec- uh, about the ratings being so high that uh, uh, of his coverage of of you know his White House briefings or whatever, um, they're so high, higher than even the Bachelor finale, Monday Night Football type numbers. <laughs> is this a time to talk about ratings? Uh, no, the pandemic, it's not. You know? It's
2: like... uh, <sighs> It's not, like, that's not... I just, that I think that just speaks, um, you know, volumes of the type of president he is. Like, this should be a time when we're all coming together to heal, to find a cure, not do you like me? <laughs> right. He's but, that's, been... but that's what people have been saying. Like, all yeah. oh, You know, it's. I mean, there have been articles about how he has like narcissism, and you know, and that, and some people like him because he wasn't a real politician, but because they thought he was, you know, a real person or the business people. But it's like, okay, the economy was doing pretty good.
4: Right.
2: Now we're not. And But again, you run for office not because you want to be liked. It's because you want to help people.
0: And you want to run the country.
2: And you want to run the country because you want to help people. You want to make things better.
0: Right,
4: absolutely.
2: I want to be famous because I just want to entertain. I mean, I'm not (sighs) going to run the country. That would be a terrible idea.
0: (laughs) He's in a very difficult position. I mean, I, I can't imagine...
2: Any I can't imagine. I, I'll give him that. Uh, going through
0: that. Uh, this this world crisis, and of course, handling um, the United States, which now has the most cases of coronavirus, wow. Trump attests this to um, to the the amount of testing that's uh, that is available, which I believe they're getting better at, which is really important that they they get people tested, um, everyone yes. that's symptomatic. Um, very 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 key. So, um I don't know, man, but a lot of people, you know, are not I mean, we don't want to reach those numbers. They don't want 100,000, 200,000. What, what really bothers me guys is that they say that's not that's just if people follow those rules about social distancing and washing right. their hands and not touching her face and not going to events with 10 people or more. You know, that's that's really daunting. That's like
2: that's saying everyone's following the rules, but a hundred thousand people are going to perish from this. You know? well, um, but I also uh, don't think. Ev- I also don't think everyone is following the rules. Like, I'm still on that Canton neighbors Facebook group, and somebody posted from last night. It okay. looked at least like twenty people on someone's rooftop. Yep, oh. people like,
0: are still having large gatherings that's interesting you mentioned that morgan um there's actually um a church in tampa florida who mm-hmm. had who had a, a i guess a church gathering and he was actually arrested <sighs> for violating the Safer at home order by hosting hundreds of people for sunday services at his mega church
2: i mean i mean really seriously i and that's wow. another thing because it doesn't matter what religion you are. You can find the spiritual wherever you are. And you don't need to be gathering in masses. Just a thought.
3: Exactly. exactly. And there's so many of these churches that are online or right. went online during all this and are doing their sermons online. Like, there you, you go. You really don't need. I mean, and most people have smartphones now. and. hmm and you know home internet and they can just
0: do it on their computers absolutely look at below the belt show yeah. <laughs> look what we're doing um this so is our mind-blowing yes this is church this yeah. is church guys um celebrities like larry david and um sam jackson samuel l jackson actually had some psas to stay the fuck at home larry david oh, yeah. had a, <laughs> a really awesome. funny one for instance larry david you know from curb your enthusiasm as you know he's 72 he says, I basically want to address the idiots out there. You know who you are. You're hurting old people like me. Well, not me. I have nothing to do with you. I'll never see you. <laughs> but other, let's say, other old people who might, ha- might be your relatives. Who the hell knows? If you've seen my show, nothing good ever happens going out of the house. <laughs> right? It's just trouble. He's a ma- he is a mess. It's, it's a, okay. not a good place to be. Stay home and... You know, don't see anyone. Anyway, um, nobody
3: better get that national treasure sick, Larry great. David.
0: Absolutely. Sam Jackson, uh, he says, Now technically, I'm not a doctor, but motherfuckers, listen. When I right. read a poem, so here I am, Sam fucking Jackson, imploring you. Keep your ass at home. This poem goes on to urge people to skip Going to the casino and seeing friends, and thanks everyone for doing your part to flatten the curve because that shit is steep. And he's seventy-one. Deep. There you go, Samuel Jackson. Great for seventy-one, by the way.
2: Black don't crack, Al. Oh snap! (laughs) (laughs) There you
0: go. There's living testament right there. (laughs) Living (laughs) proof.
2: Twenty-one. Exactly. 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 Twenty-one
0: so as you know um last week we mentioned all the celebrities that had coronavirus um we're adding to the list this week unfortunately um starting with the uh, brother of governor cuomo of new york chris cuomo he's a cnn anchor he tested positive okay. for coronavirus he's actually still working out of his basement um and staying away from his family but like quarantined by himself in the basement um and that's, wow, that's that's heartbreaking, man. He's in New York, and obviously New York is an epicenter
4: mm-hmm.
0: of this uh, crazy island. And And uh, we just found out that Adam Schlesinger, a musician and Emmy-winning Emmy winning songwriter, highly regarded, regarded for his work as a member of the Fountains of Wayne's and songwriter for, for TV's crazy ex-girlfriend had just passed away. He was actually in my notes for people that are – that are currently battling, battling coronavirus. And Chachi, you just told me that he passed away. Right. Just now. Um, mm. Man. So this is the, he was also known for the Stacy's mom uh, song as well. Yes. Yeah, I saw song, that. Great video. Jesus Christ, man. He was he only 52. Said, he, he did
2: 52. Uh, that thing you do.
0: Yep. Uh, so he just, he just, I guess posted or just reported yesterday, very sick and heavily sedated
2: that's crazy you
0: know, um did he
2: have um previous like underlying health conditions or
0: good or question don't... um th- I'm not reading that in his article um okay. but um yeah. uh as far as way, any just,
3: pre, pre-, pre- mean, you he see was anything? only fifty two Right, right. It doesn't say about him having any kind of um, conditions.
0: Remember when they're first saying about this that the the people that have to worry about this are people with underlying health conditions, right? And, yeah, older, and, right. and oh. older people.
2: Yeah,
0: guys, that's not the case, man. That is not the case. Um, yeah. Man, this is sad. Just talking about all these people. Um, Slayer and Exodus guitarist Gary Holt confirmed he has COVID nineteen. Um. Ray Benson, Benson um, known for the group Asleep at the Wheel, which I'm not familiar with. Um, mm. uh, they're Texas based, I guess. Also uh, test positive for uh, COVID. Um, John Prine, he's a singer songwriter, hospitalized um, suddenly due to an on- a sudden onset of COVID 19 as well. Um, very, very sad. And unfortunately, um, more passings. Joe Diffel, a, a country music um, hitmaker through the 90s, died at the age of 61. And Chachi, you told me he, he was just announced for a uh, some, some concert in Carroll County, I believe. Yeah, he was going to come
3: near our studio this summer for like a tour. Oh, wow. Probably like the carnival or some kind of thing. But
0: yeah,
3: but only um,
0: 61. It's yeah, at the age of sixty-one. Um, Alan and Merrill, um, and best known for co-writing, recording "I Love Rock and Roll," which Chachi, told me oh, that wow. would be the uh, the classic cut for tonight. Um, "I Love Rock and Roll." He performed. Uh, he, he performed that with which particular artist? Was that Joan Jett? Or Joan, Jett? Yeah. Joan Jett. Oh, Joan Jett, right?
2: Love, love that song.
0: So he was the co-writer of that song with Joan. Um, well I think he wrote it and Joan covered
2: it. Right, right,
0: she brought it Okay, said. okay. Um passed away at the age of sixty nine, guys.
2: Oh.
0: Ken Shimura, comedian uh from Japanese television, um is a fixture in Japanese comedy. Died at the age of seventy. Mm. CBS News um anchor Maria Mercator. Uh died Sunday due to coronavirus. And this one is uh, from the Star Wars universe, guys. Andrew Jack, he was a dialect coach who crafted the accents for recent Star Wars films and Lord, Lord of the Ring trilogies. Died at the age of seventy-six. It's really sad. I guess maybe he was responsible for uh, um, Jar Jar Binks' Jamaican accent, and uh, hopefully not. And the, the yeah, Star-
2: people people didn't like that, yeah.
0: or. Uh, Or maybe uh, coaching the English actors to speak with an American accent, which was the case of John Boyega. Maybe that was the case. But um, he actually was on screen as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep, I'm reading here that he was on screen. Um, He actually had a role on – it was a small role. Small role. Um, If I can find – was it Force Awakens that he was yeah. uh, was in the cast for? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, guys, this is this is really really sad, man. I mean, this is um, Terrence McNally, four-time Tony Award-winning playwright, died at the age of March twenty-fourth, the age of eighty-one. Uh, his works included Masterclass, Love, Valor, Compassion, Frankie and Johnny in the Clair de Lune. Um, John Walrook, member of the costume and wardrobe department of Law and Order SVU, actually knew people that had met him that worked on the set of Law and Order SVU. He was only forty-five, guys. Damn. Mm. Did he have any um, pre-existing conditions? Good question. Um, doesn't say in this article, but I know he had been dealing with weight issues. Maybe that mm. had had, uh, had um, you know contributed to it. Um, so. Man, this just reading this list, and the, you know, this is just this is just for this week, guys. And we, we of course, uh, but some positive things. Celebrities are oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. positive, positive
3: news.
0: <laughs> As you know, celebrities have the reach of thousands upon millions. On, you know, during the social media, and they have they have you know, obviously uh, a lot of. A lot of money. Their bank accounts are, are very well uh, suited for donating to the cause. Uh, Rihanna and Jay-Z have donated $2 million to the COVID relief efforts. So that's really good to hear. What, together? Uh, yeah, together. Each? $1 million each, so $2 million. Okay. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds donated $1 million to Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. And also gave a personal donation of 100000 to each of the four hardest-hitting hospitals in New York. Wow. Elm- Elmhurst, NYU Hospital, Mount Sinai, and Northern Westchester. James McAvoy donated £275,000, which is $340,000, to help purchase equipment for health service staff treating coronavirus patients. So you know celebrities are really doing uh, their um they're doing their good deeds you know and uh this is this is really one this is the really impressive one Ralph Lauren fashion designer extraordinaire donated 10 million towards coronavirus relief wow it. 10 million dollars of his own money dude wow i didn't realize did for Ralph Ralph Lauren was uh that that's
4: star. a lot of well,
2: right? That's a lot of cologne, man. Of I mean, cologne. he's still making great clothes, you know.
0: So I guess he's doing okay. So, um, you know, a lot of people obviously have to go through unemployment. You know, it's been a crazy time. Yeah. I'm sure, we all have friends, maybe even family that have lost jobs. Um, do either of you have uh, knowing people that have lost their their means of income during this tough time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really tough. So, and of course, I know Morgan, you're also in the performing arts as well. A lot of our our friends that are in performing arts are, are really suffering. And uh, SAG-AFTRA developed a program to uh, provide dues relief. So, as a member of uh, SAG-AFTRA, we have to pay our our um, biannual dues, and they are um, actually delaying the due date for that. So that's good. That's a good thing for our. Um, Our SAG-AFTRA friends, Um, so people that work in theaters and movie theaters, um, those jobs have been affected. Um, The National Association for Theater Owners has created a $2.4 million uh, fund in conjunction with the Will Rogers Motion Picture Pioneers Foundation. <clears throat> to provide assistance to movie theater workers impacted by the novel virus pandemic, did either of you get to go to the movie theaters um, <clears throat> prior to uh, the, uh, I guess, the theater closures? No, never. Uh, oh, you mean right before? <laughs> no, prior prior to for <laughs> the theaters closing, did you?
3: Yeah, I went um, the Sunday um, the night before it closed. Yeah, and I think I went Saturday. Yeah, or yeah they were having um, they were trying to fill the theaters at. capacity at that Uh point in time. So we sat in a row and then there was some stranger that sat in the same exact row as us, like right next to us, exactly next to us. And it wasn't even that crowded of a theater. I'm like, who, who sits there and picks their seat like ahead of time online and then picks someone right next to a bunch of strangers. He was there by himself.
0: Right after they announced the pandemic, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. But yeah, the next day they closed it and like, um, AMC said they are going to try to open up by June 1st, but they don't know yet. Wow. Yeah.
2: Here's hoping, I mean. Here is hope. Like, That's two months away. Like. Wow. So a lot
0: of, uh, this is where I really wanted Koki to be a part of this program because, you know, he's, he calls himself Dr. Lickalotipus. You know, he's the, uh <laughs> needs to have the PhD in, you know, Oral sex, I guess. Um. <laughs> have you seen his um, degree? His diploma? I haven't seen an actual diploma, no.
3: I'm, I'm kind of suspect. <laughs> You're
0: suspicious? Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, um, sex toys are on the rise as far as... <laughs> I did see ...through <laughs> this pandemic, yeah. yes. Uh, no surprise. They actually have a an interactive... Male and female masturbator that will allow you to simulate your sex with your partner from hundreds of miles away. Um, So it's actually forced couples from all over the world to social distance from each other, and uh, you can actually get these sex toys. uh, (laughs) High-tech, very interactive sex toys. Um, (laughs) So I guess it works in conjunction with Skype. I'm not sure... You, oh, wow. you plug the plug the vibrator in USB ports.
3: <laughs> Let's try it out.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> How does it work, Morgan? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> but you know, some it's funny. It's like some businesses are thriving. So sex toys and liquor mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, everyone else. I mean, I have I have friends that are bartenders in New York and I mean they make six figures every year because Six figures? Yeah, I mean the nightclub like all the Tao nightclub Al, like my friend works there like at least three or four times a week and I mean, she's making bank and they're all laid off Like, wow.
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I mean the liquor stores are still open uh, grocery it's stores It's funny how that's considered Pharmacies yeah,
0: that's essential. Businesses to get your liquor, right?
2: Hey, booze is recession-proof. So, <laughs> I, mean. well, I, was, I I think I read that it's
0: essential because some alcoholics depend on it. So they'll have if they suffer from withdrawal symptoms. That's technically putting their, them at risk. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you, do you I heard, heard that. Yes.
0: that. that I heard it. I mean. And um, a conspiracy theory was that the liquor stores are remaining open, so the states still have lottery funding. Yeah, oh, but, my God. You know, the, the lottery uh, funds, um, you know. Well, I mean, gas stations and,
3: and uh, grocery stores are still open. They have lottery, right?
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, man. So, yeah, Chachi, so you mentioned films. Um, suffering setbacks due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, so this includes Morbius. The um, this is set in the Spider Man universe, um, starring Jared Leto as a living vampire. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is considered, I guess, the third official movie, right, Chachi? Yeah. Ties directly in the first two films. It does yeah. not tie into the Kate McKinnon. Thank um, God.
2: I never saw yeah. that.
0: Yeah, don't don't waste your time. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Yeah, Chachi does not endorse the Ghostbusters reboot, but uh, hopefully they'll do better with this one. No, we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, this one's really good. Um, and so now it's going to be know. next, I think it's next March or April that he pushed it
3: to.
2: Oh, yeah, it's someone's kid, right?
3: It's it's uh, Egon's kid who. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. The actor passed away. That. That looked really good.
3: Yeah. 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 Now that's, that's so, kind of like Stranger see, Things type of vibe. Yeah. That's pushed till next summer now.
0: Yeah, because if they're yeah, having the, the actors from Stranger Things, it's going to have that vibe. Same thing with the uh, the It movie. That <laughs> really had that Stranger Things oh, vibe yeah. if you had to bring in one of those actors. But I guess the thing about Transformers – I'm sorry, of Ghostbusters, Um, you actually mentioned that – Um. You'd rather they delay the film. You're a huge Ghostbusters fan. You'd rather they delay the film, and I was like, "Well, you're not a film investor. Why, why are you concerned that it that it has a theater run down the road versus being able to see it now on demand?" Chach. Because
3: I mean, would you want to see um, a new Star Wars movie on demand, or would you rather see it in the theater? Sure. I mean, there's something about still, still something about going to the theater and like having it packed and you know, that round sound and like. You know the seats shaking and all that. You know, and then like the um, huge screen. I mean, that's the You're, best way to see a movie. Have you ever
0: tried the shaking uh, seats, Morgan? The, uh, the, the D box, right, Chacha? Are you referring to the D box? Yeah, they have shaking seats that actually move with the action of the movie.
2: Um, I don't think at like the movie theater, but like there've been rides at like Universal yeah. or whatever that okay. are 4D. But they have that in some theaters now. They have
0: that whole D box
2: experience. I would see. Yeah, I would do that. I would totally do that.
0: But the ones at AMC they have
3: like speakers like and like subs in the oh, seats. Yeah. So when there's action going on the screen and this the seats shake like right. you go see like a Fast and Furious or like a, um um Any big know, any kind of any kind of big action Explosions yeah. going off, the seats will shake. Yeah. Get that little so action. that's the way to see it. Now, if you bring and if you bring out a movie like Ghostbusters streaming Oh, never make anywhere near the amount of money. Correct. So then they're going to be um, less inclined to make any kind of um, sequels or anything.
0: Right. If this was yeah. the other Ghostbusters movie, you wouldn't have minded. The, uh, I mean, the case, that the one, They, they could put it
3: on like UHF, or I don't care. Is that still around? <laughs> <laughs> You're dating yourself, knowing that. Yes. Right. <laughs> I need to, like, you know, we're at a we're in quarantine now.
0: Yeah, I know. You gotta, right? you gotta date yourself. Uh. Uncharted is another one. Um, this is a, a Tom Holland starring video game adaptation. Pushed to twenty twenty one. Peter Rabbit two, The Runaway, also yes. pushed to twenty twenty one as well.
3: But that movie, I mean, they might as well push it to next Easter because like, they yeah. right. why bring that out?
2: Why much
3: everyone, right? Why get a Peter Rabbit movie out around Halloween or whatever? You know, it won't make any sense. No. But that, yeah, I
2: mean, this is I is... think that should, be, yeah,
0: that one should yeah. go on demand because it's based on easter and yeah you the tie-in is really appropriate makes sense man all those films dude um they're pushing so Universal's actually pushing releases of films that are supposed to release in december can you believe it's december like they're thinking that there, this could still be a fucking pandemic in december
4: No, uh, well,
2: schools in virginia are done like kids aren't going back to school so like so like the school season's canceled, so it's like I feel bad you're it right. Depends. Like December is when a lot of things people are like, oh okay, like that's when we're well, gonna be getting back to normal. That's you the know? thing.
0: This film is uh, the musical adaptation of Wicked. You know they're getting a, uh, they're getting a feature <laughs> <Yes>. a live <laughs> exactly. feature. yeah yeah a musical movie adaptation was supposed to be released December of of um 2020, 2020. and that's gonna be pushed. That's going to be pushed. Uh, yeah, want to be pushing
3: that, and I'm wondering if they're pushing some of these movies later in the year because they can't really um, advertise them now,
4: where
3: mm-hmm. they would have. Because like, a lot of these movies, they advertise them like during other movies, you know, in the right. theaters with trailers. And if they can't do that now because the theater's not open, then like it's going to be hard
0: to market it. Right. Studios have a very, very uh, challenging time ahead oh, of them. Wicked, us. yeah,
3: I saw Wicked last,
0: like, um, the other one. Yeah, month. man. What's time. Your, I've always yeah. wanted to see Wicked. It's always. It's like, uh, I saw it at the Hippodrome. Yeah, and that was well, it's back it's when you true. could um, go see a
3: movie and sit with, like, we could see a play and go sit with um, people who are cramping you. And, like, you weren't afraid of dying. I mean, this is way back, you know, back when I was young. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Carefree, young yeah. and carefree. If someone, <laughs> someone coughs like you didn't care that much about it. You know, yeah, like, yeah, of course.
2: Yeah.
0: Now like, someone coughs.
3: Back in like... my day. Well, somebody has read like
0: um. I didn't get just to read that article.
3: What then, did you read? Yeah. What did yeah, you some, um, I don't know all the details, but like somebody was, I think they were at a gas station, and somebody kept on coughing, um, <laughs> and they're covering their mouths or whatever, and then somebody like, pulled a gun on them.
0: Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Yeah. Was that in Baltimore? I <laughs> you, it's in PA, the, I think. Wasn't it in PA? It? Oh, no. I'll, let me pull it up. There was two oh, articles. There was another article, another crazy article, sent me too, right? About I mean, a train involving a train.
3: Yeah, all these articles are crazy nowadays. Um,
0: what happened with the train? Okay, the train one.
3: Somebody tried to run a train. Like a, this train engineer. This is in California, and he tried. He tried to derail the train in a bit to crash into the USNS Mercy um, the hospital ship that's treating these um oh in New patients. Yeah. And he said that he um, these were these were these were for non um, COVID patients that were being treated to make more rooms at the hospital for the COVID um, patients.
0: Jesus Christ.
3: And he did it he said he did it because um for a desire to wake people up. That's what he said. Um, what? I don't know if he, like, maybe he thought that... Um,
0: I'm a fucking nutbag. Uh, he was
3: suspicious of, of Mercy's intentions and thought it was actually part of a government takeover. So it's one of these crazy um, conspiracy um, theories.
0: Right. Wow, dude. That's fucking... Yeah. That's crazier than anything from Tiger King, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> well, I don't get that far. Like Fred, yeah, I, I mean, I still have you know, it, guys.
2: Yeah. you need to watch that. It. It's only seven episodes. Oh,
0: wait, Morgan, you've actually watched it.
2: Yes, because a friend of mine was like, you have to watch this. And I'm like, this isn't something I would want to see. And we're watching it. And like, it was just kind of like, you're like, well, now have to see. Except like, yeah, I have to see what's next. Um, right. I mean, it's. It's trash TV at its finest. It's definitely escapism in the yeah, like time. like I said, it's
3: like Jerry Springer on steroids.
2: Correct.
3: Okay. Okay. So here's the article about um. Yeah, we'll
2: get a man was coughing, not
3: covering his mouth, and led to um shots at a uh, um Jonestown sheets. Um. So um. Arrested 56-year-old um, who was a shooter. He said he was still holding the gun when officers arrived but dropped it when he was told to. So he pulled a gun on this guy that was coughing and not covering his mouth. Which I mean I think is justified. Because (laughs) when you think about it, I mean that that is like that's a lethal weapon. A cough is a weapon. weapon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're you're covid uh, positive, yeah.
3: And even if you're not positive, like cover your mouth because people are edge right right now and they don't want people coughing on them. I mean have some consideration.
0: Unfucking believable guys unreal um so uh, other movie news um so Steven Spielberg um actually launched um something pretty cool it's the AFI Movie Club which uh, each day a new movie will be chosen for film lovers uh, for everywhere uh, for everyone to watch from um, the safety of their homes and the website is afi.com/movie club so a daily featured film um by logging into the afi.com slash movie club using any of the streaming services listed under the selected movie the movie watching experience will be supplemented with fun facts discussion questions and archival material so kind of cool something offering something uh, you know during these tough times when we're all quarantined um so, you get to, as you to pay for these, I think. Oh yeah, is it? Paid why would he, or no, is why it... would he call it a free movie?
3: <laughs> I mean, I think Unless I'm not reading this right. Because I'm reading like like yesterday was Wizard of Oz. Yeah,
0: Wizard could, of Oz, right? right.
3: Of where you could buy or rent on like oh, Google, that's just, okay, Google Play or Prime Video, but I think maybe the actual um, clips of, of people discussing the movie are free
0: okay okay so the discussion will be uh, the bonus I guess Um, okay so uh, yeah I guess I was mistaken it's not not a free film (laughs) per day Um, as you know production has halted on The Little Mermaid live action as you know we're going to be talking about Milan live action later but um, so so apparently I think that was shot uh, somewhere in the United Kingdom Um, that's crazy you can't even film under the sea now with this damn (laughs) virus yeah it's crazy so disney has managed to retain furloughed employees from the set of the little mermaid by utilizing the job retention scheme to partially pay their salaries so
5: that's a good thing
0: um i mean that's one production i haven't read anything about other productions compensating their staff you know their workers um and uh and uh Good news, uh, good movie news, I guess, and more lighter things. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is. This is kind of cool because the popularity of this game was kind of brought back uh, in Stranger Things. Chachi, that's uh, the movie, or uh, rather the, the video game, Dragon's Lair. Um, yes. Which, which was definitely one of the more frustrating video games. <laughs> so, fucking difficult. yes, it was. Uh, but Ryan Reynolds is in talks to star and produce a live action adaptation of Dragon's Lair. What do you think of that? I mean,
3: that I still have nightmares about that damn game. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that was actually the first 50 um, cent game that was on the market, you know, to play. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it wasn't that great of a game to be able to control. Like There was a cartoon oh, the, yeah, the control
0: about it. Very difficult. But know. it was a
3: cool looking game. It was the first game that it was, was like animated. Its yeah, yeah. Was ahead of its time. But I don't know how you can make a movie. Uh, so is this going to be an animated movie or like a live action movie
0: well i think because they already went that route with the, the video game already being a, an animated film it's going to be a live action yeah actually i'm reading here it is a live action um adaptation
3: i'm not sure like, I, yeah i am not know who's sure, hammering huh? for that game i mean for that movie to be made um especially it being like a live action ryan
2: reynolds
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess for he ryan
3: has reynolds. some fondness for that
0: yeah Roy Lee will produce Uh, Don Bluth, the creator of Dragon's Lair, will also produce. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, The other Ryan, Ryan Gosling, is uh, sticking to the astronaut type of films, I guess, sci-fi films. He did uh, First Man. Um, Now he's doing a film called Project Hail Mary pretty cool premise it's centered on a solitary astronaut on a spaceship who's trying to save the earth um yeah i mean uh i think it's kind of interesting that that he's uh he's doing uh first man you know kind of the same way i think it was the martian and another film that matt damon did which was very similar i can't remember the other film but he did two somewhat eh, similar. Was it Interstellar? No, he wasn't an Interstellar. But anyways, yeah, I find it very similar, you know, very similar movie. Completely different movie, but very similar undertones, basically. So It's yeah. just kind of like Castaway, huh? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> just Stranded by yourself. Yes, but instead of an
3: island, he's uh, stranded on a spaceship. Now, for these kind of movies, they got to be like really entertaining because they could get really boring really quick. Really quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So he yeah. better be up
0: for it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, yeah, that was kind of what The Martian was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Matt Damon was uh, was stranded on Mars, and they, you know, it's funny because that movie was nominated in the comedy comedy category because it was funny. I had some funny moments. It was um, good, it's, but it's we really
3: had to watch over and over again. But I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. Um, Michael Bain and his production company Bay Films have closed a multi year deal with Sony Pictures. Um, So I guess he's going to be bringing a lot of big budget, uh, his typical action, crazy action sequences and uh, uh, style of filmmaking um, to Sony Pictures. Um, So we'll have to see what projects come. I didn't specify which ones, but... um, Edgar Wright attached to direct an adaptation of Set My Heart to Five. An upcoming novel about a robot a robot learning to love oh. so as you know, robotics is a very real thing as I studied like some of it
2: AI
0: AI, artificial <laughs> intelligence is a very real thing, and uh obviously um the thing about robots they lack emotion they they lack that human affect uh, which is lacking uh in in those uh you know uh beings um but uh I guess this film. Is, uh, follows an android that works as a dentist. Undergoes an emotional awakening which is sparked by an introduction to 80s and 90s movies. Oh. Yeah, right? He's mm. got my attention. Right,
3: exactly. He then <laughs> Why do not you start a, off with this when you started describing the movie?
0: He then embarks on a quest to convince humans that he is kind and he is permitted to feel. Uh, it's but quest he's a that,
2: but He's a dentist but he's a dentist he's a dentist android that sounds terrible that sounds like a nightmare
3: no I, I heard 80s and 90s movies so I don't know but
2: I liked that part right but the dentist robot they're saying
3: that, that like, well the one, the one kid was a dentist or the um, kid was a dentist on that uh, Christmas um, cartoon
2: okay he was an Play. elf and his name was Hermie, yeah. and he didn't yeah. want to be an elf he wanted to be a dentist, be a
3: dentist right we don't need
2: any chewing dolls. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> he ended up on the island of misfit toys. So. Oh,
0: you you can't be- you would not believe that a, a an android or any kind of robot can become a, a dentist. Do you
2: not think that's possible? Or, or I, they can't fall I do above? think that's possible, but I also think that's what nightmares are made of because yeah. the dentist is not fun and a robot in your mouth just sounds... <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't sound good. Since when? Since when? <laughs> Koki has the opposite.
0: He actually but puts I himself like... inside Koki puts himself inside a robot's mouth.
3: But I like the,
2: the, the uh, 80s, 90s... <laughs> he has no motions
0: either. <laughs> right, right,
3: exactly. Well,
2: there you go.
0: <laughs> Too funny, guys.
2: So when is that coming out? <laughs> Uh,
0: so it's in production. So Actually, as you know, so 2030 then.
3: Right. Productions are right. on the
0: pause button. So you're
3: right. not. what's bad is all these uh, productions are on the hold now. So like these shows that you love now are going to come back like in probably a couple of years. Like, you yeah. know all those shows on Netflix that take like a, a year and a half to come out for the next season? Yep. I mean, it's going to be like two years you're... now. Yeah, it's going to be sad. sad. Sad
0: state of affairs.
3: I hope these people are at home writing right now. <laughs>
0: gallon, right yeah i mean they that they have to get some creative thing going if it's push pushing
3: to... back better call saw or nothing i'll be pissed
0: yeah um so television you brought up television so uh um so disney plus um as you know um they are pushing their content earlier than expected um the animated feature onward which hit theaters in march will be available to stream earlier than expected on april 3rd wow that's a quick turnaround time yeah usually it's like takes three to four months i think for on demand maybe even longer
2: well i think it was already on demand to purchase for 1999 because emma was also on I saw disney but i did watch that which i really enjoyed um but yeah onward and emma and a couple other things were available on streaming but i mean you had to pay you had to pay 19.99 but i know onward yeah i guess it's available on uh disney plus so if you have that streaming service then you yeah you can see that now for for free in your in your pack in your subscription so onward was
0: lucky to actually make their money at the box office
2: Right. It, it got it cut did. short, it, though,
0: because of... Um, yeah,
3: it did. It, yeah. They were kind of on its way down when they closed the theaters, but they still had right. a run to go. But I, I think they decided to bring it out so quick because it spent all that marketing to bring it out into the theaters, so they wanted to kind of ride that wave into um, streaming. That's why that worked, instead of just coming straight to streaming, which some of these people want these um, like Wonder Woman to do, which um, won't happen. They shouldn't yeah.
0: happen. Because a lot of a lot of people worked on including myself. And yeah. we, all want, we all want that big big premiere. Um, yeah, you
3: gotta like um make some money to pay um Al Soto's salary. <laughs> right. For that movie. You gotta like <laughs> they're gonna begin the whole.
0: <laughs> Look at Morgan fixing her hair, I, I
3: love, love it. That. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, I can't <laughs> help it. I can't help it.
2: <laughs>
0: we do have a celebrity calling.
2: No, but I think you're right, like uh-huh. Movies like that, like they need to be seen. Like I want to see Wonder Woman in the theater. I want to see right. Star Wars in the theater. Like it's definitely not the same. Like
0: Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker is now available on Blu-ray and 4K. Um, if you uh, wanted to uh, get the, and of course digital, digital uh, download as well. Um, so um, have any. Morgan, have you finally seen Rise of Skywalker? <sighs> no. You went to a party
3: dressed I,
2: as
0: Darth Vader.
2: I know. I and know. Really, I, literally You know what? I'm going to watch fa- that tomorrow. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna I want to hear this. this. You
0: proved your fandom to the Star Wars universe wearing a Darth Vader costume to Sabrina. Well, what was, what was Sabrina's birthday costume? party, right? Right, 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 Morgan? It was Sabrina's yeah, birthday party. Yeah, two years ago. Chachi, I believe you were at that party, weren't you? It was a I sexy you up. Darth Vader. Yeah, Up right? Point, I mean,
2: point, was it? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're would, a fan that hasn't seen it. it's uh, I've just been waiting for the right time. I think, to, yeah, yeah. I think
0: you have a little bit more
2: time now than usual, right? I yeah. do. I'm waiting <laughs> for a pandemic.
0: <laughs> so next time you're on, Morgan, uh, you'll have to let
3: us yes. know. Yes. you waiting for
0: a quarantine or something,
2: girl? Right. I've been waiting for the quarantine. yeah. <laughs> 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 Actually, that's
0: pretty funny. Uh, there is a really cool fan video of the Colin Trevorrow script, The Rise of Skywalker. As you know, um, that script was leaked. It had some elements that were the same as the J.J. Abrams version, but a lot oh, of it was that true? very
3: different. Was that proven to be um, a real script?
0: I think so. Yeah. I think so, man. But uh, some, I guess you can call them a very... Very devoted fan with a lot of time on his hands created an animated version of Colin Trevorrow's script. Oh. It wasn't a feature length, but it was kind of like, wow. but you know, he kind of dealt with the um, the plot points. Um, did you get a chance to check it out? I think I sent you the link, Satch.
3: What the animated? Yeah, the
0: animated. No, Colin no. Okay, it's pretty good. I see that.
3: I I read I read the highlights of the script and it sounded terrible. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: The, the 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 Sith Wayfinder that was in the Colin Trevorrow that's a that's a Colin Trevor thing in fact Colin yeah. was credited in the opening credits as a co-writer because they took some of his elements of his script and brought it to JJ's
3: yeah well luckily he left left out all the um, scenes with Rose that he had in his script
0: <laughs> why do you hate on Rose man too
3: soon you shouldn't hate on Cheers. Rose oh, no why do you hate Jar Jar
0: Jar Jar is annoying. Okay, exactly. I mean Rose. <laughs> I don't know if Rose is annoying. No, she she's definitely wasn't, annoying. She just didn't really have. They didn't give her. A, I um, mean,
2: I didn't really. I don't. I haven't seen the last movie, but I didn't really like uh, her in. Oh, I
5: mean, the last
0: Jedi. No, last Jedi. She had a, actually a. That was that was her introduction, right? She wasn't in.
2: Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. She's I, don't she's not, of,
0: I don't think she's a bad actress, but like the character is just really annoying.
2: Right, she's just kind of there.
0: Yeah. Like, like, what's the? I'll tell you though, the actress that plays with Kelly Minneran is a very, very nice person. We went to SAG Awards, and I feel for her because she was bullied on her social media. She to,
3: that shouldn't happen. But
0: she, she had to deactivate her uh, Instagram because uh, people I are mean, leaving that sucks. really harsh comments about her. Yeah, it's just not cool, dude. Not That's, cool. I, I,
3: I expect more from people on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know they're, why. They're the worst.
0: Netflix news. All right. So coming this month in April, a number of series are set to premiere. Never Have I Ever. Uh, this is an interesting title for, of a series, Morgan. Hashtag Black AF. Really? Oh.
2: <laughs> That's interesting.
0: Outer Banks, The Midnight Gossip, and Bruise Brothers. Um, they're all um, new series that will be launching. Um on Netflix. On Netflix, yes. Well, you want to know about... Well,
3: it's funny that Outer Banks is actually filmed in South Carolina, not North Carolina, where the Outer Banks really is. Oh,
0: you read that, huh? Yeah, I did. Okay. Black AF is a new family <laughs> comedy starring <laughs> okay. Barris and Rashida Jones. Yeah, you know, I, I did... Rashida Jones I did is see like you. That. She's a African-American, right? Yes,
2: she's very <laughs> light-skinned. I'm yeah. i like... Actually, I did see a preview for that, or somebody posted on Instagram, and all these people were <laughs> up in arms because she's in it. And they're like, Oh, she's so too all fair. Up. Yeah. yeah, what What was Dude. that? Called? Um, light skin talent. Oh god. oh, god, can we, can we repeat that? I... Al, remember that? <laughs> so, this was. <is, laughs> this is really.
0: Yes, this is the What Death Leaves Behind premiere in Philadelphia. And uh, one of the um, standout <laughs> actors in that film is Christopher Mann, who's actually been on Below the Belt show. He played the role of the uncle of the main protagonist. Um, and um, I guess it was the producer's brother stood up and said that yeah, you're Somebody wondering... in
2: the audience stood right.
0: up and you remember, asked remember
2: Do you remember what he said? What did he say verbatim, he... Morgan? God, I, he was going on about like how you get into character, or how you like, uh-huh. you know, get into that process. And he goes, "Is that like?" He goes, "Is that, you know, a real?" He goes, "Is that a real thing, or is it like a whole ordeal, or is that just, you know, some light skin talent?" <laughs> and so Al looked at me, and he goes, "More," <laughs> and I like I was <laughs> gonna like and that's been the running jokes where I was like light skin talent like I'm like what the hell does that even mean <laughs> but people on Instagram were talking about the show because Rashida right. Jones like you know she was in the office like mm-hmm.
3: yeah I had no idea
2: black.
3: she even had, she had like, a, a pinky buff. toe that was black
2: right she's and in dark. she's very very, very right. light skin. I mean I I like her like you know, we can all we can. You know, know can, who
0: our father is, right?
2: Yeah, Quincy. Quincy Jones. Oh, I mean, we that? can we <laughs> respect that. all, That's good all aspects of, yeah. of where we're from, but like, yeah. if you're gonna make a show black AF, like, right? It's kind of like you're picking. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Main so you think? you understand
0: why you can empathize with people that are upset.
2: I don't want to empathize, but I do. <laughs> Because it goes back to the whole colorism thing, and like, you know, that's what the. I, do you guys ever watch the show Blackish? Like, yes, of course. One, I great. mean, all the time, and they're all different shades of brown, whatever. But like, it just goes back to that whole thing. Like, are you black? Are you black enough? Like, I, and I don't know what this show is about. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna be making fun of, of that at some point. But, uh, right. You know why am I not on it? Hello. <laughs> there you go. Let's Light skinned palette.
3: <laughs> I mean, is she going to be the main character or is she just going to be in the show?
2: Because the, pr- the promo had her and who's the other guy? Um,
0: well, it's, yeah, it's, it's starring um, Rasida Jones and Kenya Barris, uh, inspired loosely on Kenya Barris's own life. Okay. It's about a black family trying to get it right in a modern world where right is no longer a fixed concept. Okay. Right. Well,
2: I'll be watching that. It looks interesting, to say the least.
0: Yeah. Mindy Kaling, her show on Netflix is called Never Have I Ever, a coming-of-age story that follows the life of Devi, a first-generation Indian-American teenage girl navigating high school.
2: Okay. That's probably good.
0: Yeah, See how that goes I liked,
2: I liked her show The Mindy Show
0: Another uh, another uh, show on Netflix Is called Coffee and Kareem <clears throat> A comedy starring Ed Helms Who's great in the Hangover movies um, Dr. Beep <laughs> If you remember from Hangover um, Betty Gilpin From Glow King Bach and David Allen Greer Okay I was first wondering, how can Betty do two series at once? But we all know that Glow is ending with season four. So I guess that's how she's able to squeeze both series on her schedule. Because if you notice, very few actors can do two um, shows, like be a, like, like one of the leads or you know, yeah. one of them, you know, starring roles. Um, I think that the girl from um, it's Sunny in Philadelphia, she had her own show. The blonde, she had two shows. Um, it's uh, she was in the uh, The Tick, right? Yeah, The Tick, and it's sunny, in Sunny in Philadelphia, I believe. So she had two shows. But if you think about it, I can't really think of that many. But that was the animated, right? No, no, the it's still live action. It was. That's live action, yeah. I mean,
3: I think it got canceled though, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but there's okay. like, there's, if you think about, it, there's not many. If you, if you can, if anyone, if you either you can think of a. A, a, an actor or an actress that's in two current shows as a lead, and we're not talking guest star or recurring or whatever, but lead. It's going to be hard to think of one uh, because basically when you're a, um, a lead on a show, you're shooting that show for like six months. Oh, I thought of one. Right. Chachi. And the only reason why this is, this works is because he um, those uh, seasons are few and far between. But that's uh, Jeff Garland. Yeah, Goldberg. yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, yeah, Goldberg's and Kirby enthusiasm. So, because Kirby enthusiasm only comes out once every what, three or four years maybe. It <laughs> like it's,
3: sometimes it's two years, sometimes it's like five or six years. Right, right. Like so I guess that's
0: see so if you notice that's that's how Jeff can pull it off.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, some shows getting canceled on Netflix include V Wars and October Faction. Never Both heard. only airing for one season. So V Wars was another vampire series, starring Ian Somerhalder, which oh. he's known for playing a vampire in Vampire Diaries. Um, so that well, show maybe, was not given a second chance.
3: You gotta be a shitty show to get canceled on Netflix,
0: especially the way people yeah. watch shows now. Yeah, you know?
3: because like I mean, that's like the last resort.
0: So this one I'm really upset that's getting canceled on Netflix is a Messiah. That was shot in Washington, D.C. So a lot of the oh, DMV yeah. based actors, including myself, got to work on it. Um, I actually was featured in one of the episodes, uh, Messiah so on Netflix. Why. You think it's because of me? <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I it. appreciate. That's it. why. They're
3: like, they're it's like pretty...
0: who's that Eskimo? Oh, snap. <laughs> snap, snap. So. So um, it was a pretty cool premise. It was about a modern day uh, Messiah or like Jesus type of character. But, you know, it was a man who um, gained international attention through acts of public disruption and uh, cultivated followers allege he's performing miracles. The global media became increasingly beguiled by this charismatic figure. So most of so. So actually, a lot of this has to do with... um, So this is a knowledge... Someone close to the production said Netflix did not feel confident we're producing a show that required so many international locations given the current state of things with the pandemic. Oh, really? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, would they want to actually cancel a show and not give it a second chance? Just because it's not about a pandemic.
3: No, I think they're talking about traveling to other locations is it more so
0: traveling because
3: think sounds like to me
0: they could certainly make you know um you know the, the the desert in california look like you know egypt if they wanted to you know or wherever okay. i don't know um i guess they didn't confirm where they i mean other in dc they shot all over the place um uh, lock and key officially coming back um i have yet a lot of friends of like that the general the general Zod loves Lock and Key. Oh, well, he loves yeah.
3: obscure shit, so I wouldn't take his word
0: for mm-hmm. it. Well, you know, it's a, it's anything that's comic book based. You know, yeah, this is like, based on the comic
3: book from 1972 that had like four issues and came out like right. only on the you know West Coast in a <laughs> one small town. Yeah.
0: I don't think this is the case with this Lock and Key. It could be. Um, well, it's ID, IDW Publishing. That's fairly you know, newer, newer. Um, comic book a company. Um are you, are you familiar with the premise? It sounds pretty cool. It's yeah. about finding a house and it has magical keys that give them a vast array of powers and abilities. So every house has some kind of magical power. So but you have to unlock the power with the key. Oh. So that's those magical powers. So tiger so I have yet to watch this viral sensation. Uh, viral meaning that a lot of people are talking about this the seven-episode um, documentary about a gay exotic zookeeper, I guess? Is, is, that, is that what you want to call him? Um, which is pretty interesting. He's a, he's
3: a gay redneck country singer, um, owner of Big Cats.
0: Is so is. Act, so this actually reopened the case. Did you hear about this? Yes. It uh, renewed its search for... A missing millionaire, following the uh, popularity of the show. Um, wow, I didn't think that they can open up a case just based on a TV show. Are they allowed to do that? But I guess they can. I guess because they they uh, they have new leads. It was his wife. It was, it was wife. related to the Carol. nineteen the nineteen ninety seven um, disappearance of Jack Don Lewis, um, citing the interest increased interest in the case. Um. so you mentioned he so says it's the wife um, that's funny um, OJ Simpson which is hysterical but so ironic says that that she got away with murder which is yeah. so funny to hear <laughs> from <Right>. someone <laughs> who allegedly got away with murder allegedly if
3: somebody um, knows about people who got away with murder it's OJ Simpson
0: like he's right. the authority I say allegedly because the courts found him not guilty okay Right. Election. Election. Allegedly. My, my opinion is whatever, but, you know.
3: Um, but Even OJ, OJ would never talk about murder at all. Mm-hmm. And just keep quiet whenever any kind of murder case comes around the corner. Right. But no, he's he's no shame. Yeah. Like, and mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, he wrote a book to say, like, you know, well, he didn't kill his wife, but if he did, here's how he would kill her. God. Like. Yeah, hey,
0: some balls, right? <laughs> hey, what the hell, OJ? Some what-if uh, theoretical yeah. fantasy that's actual reality, I guess, right? Yeah. Just to sell some books. Wow. Yeah. He's I mean, a piece of work, and he's so happy on the golf course, Chachi. It's like he got away with, allegedly got away with double murder. He's right. on the golf course talking about
3: watching some other show. Oh, this was um, the reason that he was on the golf course? Right. So he's still golfing. I guess he um, has
0: his own private golf course.
3: So he hasn't found the real killers yet, because never he's searching for them? <laughs> yeah, he's still looking. Yeah, he's looking in the mirror.
0: <laughs> yeah, Morgan, do you have a, your thought on uh, the nineteen ninety four OJ Simpson <laughs> anymore? I mean, I'm born. A
2: child. No, I mean, <laughs> no, you're a child. I get it, but I, uh, I mean, it just you know, if the glove don't fit. <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. the I mean, globe, it just all seems too uh, coincidental, and he seems like a crazy person. Yeah. But, but Al, you have to watch Tiger King. I mean, all right, I will a, watch. Yeah,
3: by
0: next week I'll have watched
3: it. At the glove that's like shrunken from blood, and like, and like you put your hand in like a latex glove, and you try oh, to shove well, it in the glove like this, like, like oh. Uh, and it don't fit, then, right? <laughs> like, he must have quit. That was like <laughs> as fake as um, Harvey Weinstein with his um, walker. Harvey
0: Weinstein right. walker. Yeah. So, um, they're talking about doing a live action. They haven't announced a cast, but a lot of uh, fans have been, oh yeah, about who, who they'd want to play in a live action Tiger King. And Danny McBride was like the popular choice. Do you agree with uh that Danny McBride would be the perfect choice to play the Tiger yeah. King? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Just give him more of a blonde hair. Add to the mullet.
0: <laughs> he's perfect. He already has a hairstyle. We'll get
4: the yeah.
0: dye it blonde. Yeah, just have to dye it blonde. Like, but... Make it straight, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they should cast anybody else. I really think he's perfect. <laughs> He'd be perfect. He's perfect.
2: I heard that Kate McKinnon is going to play Yeah, Kate. Kate wants to be Carol. Carol Baskin. I mean Carol's a crazy person. She definitely <laughs> killed her husband. Like yeah. she's got the crazy eyes. She's got the eyes like this.
0: Yeah. What do you like, think of Kate McKinnon? Would you think she could portray? I mean, she's like yeah. obviously more attractive than Carol. <laughs> uh but uh, I I heard my question. McKinnon
3: it's like would be great. it's like why even do it? Like a live like a recreation type of um it's gonna be a series, they said. But I mean this series Oh I mean, no, people, it's a series they're saying it's a series, not a movie? Yeah, they're saying like a series.
0: Like, Oh, a, I imagine limited series to coincide lim- Yeah, that.
3: limited series. But, I mean, it's yeah. like, we already saw, like, so much footage on this documentary. Right. They filmed this, everything. I mean, what more can they possibly show by, like, oh. a, a retelling of it? I mean, and,
2: the, and the funny thing is... retelling, yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, is, like, we I, I, the whole time I was, like... Why has this man not been to a therapist, a psychiatrist, like something like he only made one reference to when he told his parents he was gay. And I don't remember what age that was, but he said that his father made him get in front of his mother and shake his hand and say, you will not come to my funeral. So clearly that like messed him up a little bit. But well, There was nothing else about like his childhood or him being gay, but like, you know, that there were like some demons and some things loose and all but throughout the whole thing it's like all he wanted was like the fame he didn't it didn't it didn't matter if he looked stupid it didn't matter if he was singing these weirdo country songs that he did not write uh, and I don't think he even sang because they were like auto-tuned yeah he just wanted the fame and like to me that's like the most really interesting thing because it's like now he's getting it. Like, you're in jail, and everyone knows who you are. Your 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 documentary is number one. Yeah. And so it's like, isn't wow. that fitting? Like, the only thing you wanted in this life was the fame, and there you are locked up. And you up. got it. You got it.
5: You mm-hmm. know, and, like,
3: like I'm shocked I, that, you know, all the people <laughs> who married him. He had, like, what, three uh-huh. husbands?
0: And they were straight, so, right? Well, they all claimed to be straight,
2: and like, um, not, like I just like that is insane. The psychology behind that is like fascinating to me. Like, like
3: I saw a meme with a one guy who was like a meth head, and he had like three teeth. Oh yeah, he said, teeth fixed now. They look good. Yeah, yeah. And the meme said, yeah. "I'm not gay, but twenty tigers is twenty tigers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like that's... apparently, like all these people like fall in love with these <gasps> animals, like these yeah. little baby tigers and stuff. Yeah. And he was able to like. You know, bang all these dudes based on like <laughs> having them around tigers, and like, but even even the other guys who like were able to bang all these girls, you know, from bringing them around these tigers. I mean, oh the one guy God. was bringing these uh, baby tigers yeah. to like a a Vegas hotel and sneaking them in like a suitcase, and he would have all these hot girls come yeah, take over thinks- him and party just to see these baby tigers. I mean, it's a great gimmick.
2: It's it's are those crazy. baby
0: tigers dangerous though? Can they still bite? No, nah, baby ones fine. The ones are fine.
2: Does it have tea?
0: Like, <laughs> I would be kind of, yeah. I, I just don't.
2: think it's this whole, like, this whole thing of, like, the unknown or the forbidden. Like, we've all seen tigers and lions and tigers, like. And bears. In, in TV shows and in movies and in our school books. And it's, like, you're actually presented with it as a small little cuddly thing. Like, and, like, what Chachi just said, it's, like, these these people would just be like oh like oh my god i'll do whatever because it's this whole new experience and like you're right joe was married not once not twice but three times
4: right
2: <laughs> three, the first man left his ass for a woman that worked there the second guy well i'm gonna ruin it but he died from spoiler spoiler but he's still married to another guy who's what I think like Chad, I think he's like twenty years younger than him. Like yeah,
3: he got all these young surfer boys.
2: So, but the guy <laughs> he's married to now—that's the third, yeah. the third guy. Who, we don't know if he's not gay or not. He he claims really <laughs> loved Joe, but the first two were like, we're not gay. Yeah, like,
3: you
4: we know,
2: want tigers and we want the drugs and like yeah. it's. Yeah, I, I mean,
3: I'm pretty sure just, if you're if you're like um. Blowing a dude to uh, be around little tigers. I'm pretty sure you're gay.
2: Well, yeah. I think it's also. Uh-huh. Dro- I think I think based on their. It was I, think also dro- I think based on their teeth, it was also yeah. like he was plying them with drugs. Like
3: is, is um is a meth that good?
2: I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've got great teeth. You yeah, got nice teeth. Yes. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what, the, like, I was, like, I remember watching it with my boyfriend, and I'm like, what is, and he's like, meth, and I'm like, why are their teeth all messed up? And he's like, that's what it yeah, does.
0: That's what it does, well, man. Well, the funniest was the
3: eulogy at the funeral, mm-hmm. when um, Joe Exotic was talking about um, his, his dead lover, and how he used to, like, um, <laughs> he, would, he would drag his nuts across people's Oh faces, yeah. and he said that his oh, balls were, God. like, his, his balls mother- were, like, golden nuggets to him. And he said it right in front of the mother at the funeral.
2: And uh, then a month later, <laughs> a month it's... later, he's remarried. Like, yeah. I really, that that would be a show. Get Joe in front of the psychologist, like the psychiatrist, because I just want to know what's going on in his mind.
3: I mean, someone's got to break him out, but this guy is fascinating.
2: Cardi wants to break him out.
0: Maybe they should do one with him in prison. I don't know. She's
2: like, Carol, you bitch, you killed your horse. He would
3: would film these different like, he had his own TV show that he would film like at his um, animal uh, habitat and he would just go off and like talk about how he wanted to kill Carol and how like and he would like have a shotgun and he would shoot these mannequins. He's like, he's like that fucking bitch. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm the shooter. Now,
2: and like, you need to watch. I, I will. TV's I will have watched TV. at
0: least at least a few episodes, not if not the whole.
2: It's only seven series. hours. I, what are you I, doing?
3: You have exactly, plenty of time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got plenty of time to watch a gay redneck. Plenty of time. <laughs> All right, guys, move it on. <laughs> you have plenty of time. Uh, new show on Apple TV. Um... Oh, Apple TV has a show with Chris Evans. Of course, Chris Evans is Captain America. Um, It's based on um, a William Landy novel, um, which gives a father a life-defining choice. Uphold the oath of justice he took as an assistant director and attorney, or clear his accused son's name at whatever cost. Hmm. Very interesting. (laughs) I mean... It's a moral line between family or the justice system. You know, oh, yeah. so he, that's that's a, that's interesting dilemma, right? Uh, well,
3: it's Apple like, TV. Like, you know, yeah, Apple TV is great at making these, getting these big name actors for these shows, but they don't really they, have like.
0: They have to. They actually have to. That's
3: yeah, but, why... they, but they need a show that's gonna like you know just really hit like like a Stranger Things or like a. Um,
0: this is a kind of a know, cool concept. Tiger
3: King or whatever.
0: Well, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Michelle Dockery from uh, Downton Abbey fame, Chris Evans. Um, sounds pretty cool. There's another, um, John Chu, who we've had on Below the Belt show. He directed Step Up, and, of course, he's done on gone on do much bigger things since then, like G.I. Joe yeah. and uh, other but films. But they need their own I – mean, I know they're
3: trying, but they need their own, like, Mandalorian, you know. There's something that, like – or even for YouTube um, Premium, they need, like, a Cobra Kai. It's just – show is going to bring in like new um subscribers right. i don't think they i don't think they have what, it
0: yet what do you think of this concept so this is john chu's uh, um new series on app on apple tv it's called home before dark it's a true story of hildy lizziak a young reporter who broke a local murder case when she was nine years old um so Dang. So a child? I, I mean, it's not child. It's not grabbing? Quarter. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't grab you, huh? It doesn't grab
3: me. No, no. <laughs> and I have I have it for free from my iPhone. So I have a year subscription for free. Sweet, I barely ever watch it. All I started right. watching Amazing Stories, that Spielberg series, but um, you have finished that, yet? that. It, Are you going to watch like, the
0: morning show? I don't know. Like,
3: <laughs>
0: no, maybe. Maybe. Morgan, have you watched anything on Apple TV? No. Do you, do you have Apple TV?
2: I do not. No. I haven't I haven't watched anything on there.
0: I still have to watch my show, Servant. M. Night Shyamalan's uh, show. So I, I eventually do have to see it. I love how my friends were sending me screenshots. Oh, I saw you! <laughs> yeah. I saw you. Cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. On Amazon Prime, um new series includes Tales from the Loop. Also the sixth season of Bosch, um, also Les Miserables, Mm -hmm. and Invisible Life, also coming to that streaming platform in April. Uh, On Hulu, um, it's a new show called Normal People. It's about teens whose corrupt and sexy hookups begin to blossom into real feelings. Oh Lord! <laughs> but that possible young love is forbidden by the fact they live in two very different worlds. This is kind of like a modern day Romeo and Juliet. Right. that's yeah. <laughs> never been done before.
2: Done that. Next.
0: <laughs> we've seen that. We've seen that one before, right? Um, Hugh Jackman doing a show on HBO called Um. I like embezzlement. You. Embezzlement. Mm-hmm. Show. I'm sorry. Am I not reading this right? He's not singing or dancing. I, you know, I forgot to copy the p- title of the show. This uh, <laughs> <It's> article, uh, <laughs> but Hugh Jackman is a. Chachi, look it up for me. Hugh Jackman's yes. new show on HBO. <laughs> so Hugh Jackman is on a new show on HBO, guys. Um, the synopsis is embezzlement, corruption, bad education, bad education. There you go. Yes, bad education.
2: That's
0: right. Embezzlement, corruption, and a student journalist One schools. District District Scandal won't stay hidden, and it's based on real events. Also stars Allison Janney. Okay, so HBO they they make pretty solid content. That might be worth a look, you know. It goes
2: good. Yeah, but I like Hugh uh, when he's singing and dancing.
0: Oh right, we've like seen a, that side of in the right? British showman, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. La. <laughs> the yeah, Wolverine um, Wolver- like big name
3: actors now it's amazing
0: like Queeby Queeby's um, remember we talked about all those big stars gonna be on the, these Queeby shows <laughs> Queeby yeah Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Queeby's
3: gonna take off
0: actually the <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm writer Steve Leff um, he actually has a new show it's a comedy called God's Assistant Emily it follows the trials and tribulations of Emily an assistant to a blundering boss who happens to be God <laughs> Emily's boss is God, guys, and this is written by the, one of the writers of *Curb Your Enthusiasm*. So, if you like the humor on *Curb Your Enthusiasm*, Chachi, you might like this one.
3: I don't know. Is, is Larry David involved?
0: Not sure about that, but but Stephen. And Lenders. that's on Hulu. <laughs> this is on Queebee. This is on Queebee. Another. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pass. So Queebee is the new short form. Right. Streaming platform, ten-minute episodes, like oh, 10 minutes, Forget it. Sounds weird <laughs> to me. Yeah, you this? could binge an entire um, season in probably one hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you pay for this platform? I can How do you even spell it? Queeby, it's Quibi. It's Q U I B I, and I believe uh, it I is. Ice. I believe it's seven ninety nine, Chachi. Seven ninety nine for that. A month,
3: ten-minute episodes. Okay. Seven ninety
0: nine a month. Yeah. Mm, well, no. they have Morgan. We talked about last week. Your Grace Sansa Stalk is in a new uh, series on Quibi as well. With Corey Hawkins from, uh, is she naked. Ah, <laughs> I guess there's always potential that she would, you know, what I'm asking, asking Sophie for a Turner question. was one of the few actresses on Game of Thrones, Your Grace, right? That did not do nudity,
2: right? I don't think we ever saw her naked,
0: and Cersei. She did not do that nudity, that walk of shame, oh, guys. That was a body. Did you know that Chachi? That was a body. I. Mean, double. I, I oh, was it? I it was a body double, dude. Young shame? Yes, shame. Yes. The, shame. Yeah. The shame. Shame. That shame. A shame. That That's a shame. A shame. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. but they I mean, actually I... superimposed. Yeah. Venus head onto a uh, to another woman's body. Wait, so and who it, the hell did I masturbate to?
3: <laughs>
2: I feel like if I see that scene that would be like the thing that haunts my dreams. Like, what? I mean, walking through the streets, the people throwing oh, yeah. the stuff at you, and that damn bell. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't blame her. Yeah. Like all the money in the world, has to be like what you, what you, like think you're gonna die to. Like, That'd be
3: a long day of
0: filming.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and. Yeah take, and
0: again. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Tash, we've only got a few minutes for our a special guest call, calls in, so we got to talk about some Walking Dead. Yes. We saw episode God. 14, that's right. So this is actually going to be the penultimate episode because the season finale, the intended season finale, episode 16, is going to be pushed back due to post-production issues that couldn't complete it. So episode 15 coming out this Sunday. Well, earlier for some people, Chachi. And you know what? I'm working from home. They can work 15. from home and finish the episode. That's what I think. It. If it's, it, right? it's post production, editing, right. special effects. I mean, hopefully you on a computer stuff, right?
3: and and do your Photoshop or whatever the hell you
0: do. What do you think of um, What did you think of last week's episode, Chachi?
3: I think it's been good all season. You know, Angel Kang,
0: like, the showrunner's doing great.
3: Um, like I said, like it's already past the point where the people are gone now, they're never coming back. The fans that left, there's nothing they can do no matter how good it is. And like
0: So and if you think, only have your devoted fan base now that's stuck with it since season one. Right. I think mentioned.
3: and I think this show is, you know, still really bad at character development. Like there's so many characters on there who I don't know who the hell they are, I don't know their, know their names, like I don't know their backstory. You know, um, I mean, the ones that they had built up, like Negan are great and Carol and Daryl. And, um, you know, but all these other characters, um, a lot of them are just like, you know, well, black characters.
0: Let's talk some about the positive points on the episode, Chachi, as yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> we saw we saw Daryl and Negan team up. This is a very unlikely, unexpected team up as... Uh, at first, we you know uh, Daryl was uh, very skeptical of Negan, but Negan admitted or said that, that he had killed Alpha, and then two whispers come out, and this is where I wasn't sure why. I'm wondering why. Maybe because this, this, this was just a way for Negan to kill them because he intended on killing them. But they bowed to him, said he was the new Alpha. Yeah. Um. He still tied up Daryl. I mean, was he thinking of time, like possibly, you know, or do you think he was just trying to trick the, the whispers and eventually was going to kill them? No, I think, I think
3: that he was enjoying it for, you know, a few seconds. Okay, you know, so especially kind of because, you know, He was, I mean, you got to figure, he was locked in uh, a cell for, what was it? Like seven years, seven years. He's yeah. he locked in the cell. But he still, still has was, a like, perfectly
0: shit. shaved haircut.
3: Someone oh, was cutting his thin hair. Thin. But yeah, so all those all those years, you know, and then he's been treated like shit, and like and he was like the leader of this, you know, the Savior's huge group, the Saviors, you know. So he was trying to revel in it for a few minutes, especially right before this happened. I mean, Daryl had the crossbow uh, pointed at his head, so That's right. I mean, that the man enjoyed like 30 seconds of people bowing to him again. You know, he still did the right thing, but I mean, uh-huh. you know, let him enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and we also saw um, Beta in a very. Pivotal moment um, discovered Alpha's head on a spike, mm-hmm. um, which brought him to wow. Some, first did some crazy things with the head of Alpha, including biting the face off a fellow Whisper, which is insane. Yeah. Bringing Alpha's head to I guess was his old apartment, or maybe or was it apartment of, of one of his fans? I'm not sure. That's where I wasn't sure if it was his apartment or one of his fans' apartments. Um, and then we found out the true identity. Of Beta Chachi, that um, the man behind Beta it was a country music star in The Apocalypse.
3: Yeah.
0: What do you think of that?
3: Well, I thought I heard that um, in Fear of the Walking Dead, they actually showed a record.
0: That's right. Him on it, was there, was, okay. there was there was there was an Easter egg on Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. I actually caught up with that during quarantine and then saw oh, yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How does that
3: show compared to um, The Walking Dead?
0: Um, definitely not as good. No, <laughs> actually I mean, it, it actually their their last the second half of the most recent season kind of picked up they kind of have a female negan um uh that was introduced in the second half of season five the first half of season five was pretty bad second yeah, half kind of yeah. picked up a little bit so it got a little better
3: so if you to say that it's gotta be really bad
0: not not on the same <laughs> level of the walking dead mind yeah. you. but so negan so um so so beta uh in this uh apartment uh, i guess is uh decides to um to stab um alpha in the head because she, she was animated as a zombie um because she you know obviously to kill a zombie you have to have a head trauma or head injury beta puts the knife in alpha's head and then takes some of her face off and and sews it onto his existing mask Thinking, I guess, he's kind of now like the Alpha-Beta, you know, I guess, huh? The <laughs> Alpha-Beta. Right. He's yeah. Alpha and Beta now. Um, why do you think he did that, Chachi? Why do you think he cut Alpha's uh, face onto... Obviously, he was very distraught about losing it, uh, because he didn't want anyone to be the next Alpha. In fact, that's why he killed the Whisperer, because he, I think the Whisper uh, Beta didn't like the fact that he was being called Alpha.
3: now. Right. I, I think he really had a thing for her, don't you think?
0: I mean, he, he loved was like her, an, an think. An, yeah, but was it in a loving way, in a sexual way, or just just? I don't know. Was sexual? I think he loved her. I
3: don't know. Like,
0: yeah. he wanted to bang her, like like Negan did. Right. But... You get banged her in the woods with socks on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> so that was a big story. So of course, uh, Beta now has this giant horde of walkers, and is and is bringing it towards Alexandria, and then we see a sneak peek of next week's episode, Chachi, that alton and aaron are in the windmill tower next to next to the horde and beta and the other two whisperers so i'm really curious to see what happens we're gonna find out what happens next week luckily that's that's gonna be uh great um another big plot point of um last week's episodes was this new group which they haven't confirmed well it's kind of expected that it's the commonwealth although they didn't mention them by name right. but this group chachi where stephanie belongs who stephanie is the woman that eugene's been talking to on the radio right. uh is part of a very civilized in comparison to the other group group called the commonwealth and this community has i think tens of thousands of members good more,
3: um, characters i don't
0: know they're gonna have <laughs> they're gonna need a lot right. of background extras for that um, they're also well-guarded by these stormtrooper-like-looking uh, guards. Um, so you're going to be introduced to the Commonwealth Guards. Mm. But we didn't get to see that yet, but we know they're on our way to meet them. But we saw um, we saw Ezekiel and Eugene and um, Magna, right? It was the three people that were uh, on their way to uh, meet Stephanie. Oh, is it Yumiko or... I can't remember if it was Yumiko or Magna. Do you remember Chachi? I'm not sure. Okay. But this is this
3: is the last big story of the comics, right?
0: This is the last major story arc. So they're on their way to meet Stephanie and probably more Commonwealth members. We'll see. But they were stopped by a woman in a bright pink coat, and she's from straight from the comic books. Her name is the Princess. Princess, yes. Yeah. The Princess. Um was a big part of the comic book storyline and I believe in the comic book she was from Pittsburgh. I don't believe they traveled to Pittsburgh um, because, I don't know, I'd say I guess it's possible they didn't really talk much about her character. But she's kind of like this loud mouth, um kind of like a firecracker type of character. Um So we'll get to see her on, on the small screen. And of course we have not seen Lauren Cohen, Maggie yet, Chachi, so... Um, A prediction is that Maggie is with Stephanie and the Commonwealth. That's where Maggie went. But the thing is that a lot of people say it might not be Maggie with Stephanie and the Commonwealth because she went to Georgie's group. And Georgie, as you know, the woman with the two twins, where supposedly where Maggie left, storyline-wise, is a part of a different community. But we'll just have to wait and find out. We don't know. Well, we're um, supposed
3: to see Maggie at the end
0: of this um, season, right? Whether
3: it's going to be correct the final episode that got pushed back, or or this week's week.
0: episode, or yeah, well, yeah this week, this week for you. <laughs> this, yeah, this this Friday Am- night for me. Chachi's got AMC <laughs> premiere Morgan, so he can see he can see the Walking Dead. I can see today. the future. You can see, and Chachi, yeah. you always message me and you So, oh, Walking Dead was so good. I'm like, you mother effer. Just so you know.
5: Yeah, you can I can't pre- see it so until you're
0: rubbing it in. You're rubbing it in. <laughs> Very sure we are going to bring on our special guests. This is pretty exciting, guys. Um, So I'm really excited about this. Rick and Morty is back. Um, and they promoted this on April Fool's Day. And, and uh, it's funny because it was April Fool's. And, you know, it's a kind of a somber time to be pulling in right. April Fool's Banks. So that's why we're not doing anything. But uh, Adult Swim released a new trailer and a premiere date for the second half of season four of Rick and Morty guys, May 3rd, um, new adventures. Um, and you saw unnecessary badass suits of armor. Um, so as a Rick and Morty fan, I'm pretty stoked to be, uh, to see the second half Morgan. You haven't seen Rick and Morty yet. Have you?
2: No, I've seen uh, some of it. Uh, oh, you have. Yeah. Okay. Here. That's and yeah. so it's, it's a very, it's a very
0: intelligent piece of animation. It's yeah. They throw out a lot of science and sci-fi elements to it. Um as you know, it's about Rick and his grandson traveling to different galaxies right. and planets all over the world. Oh sorry, all over the galaxy, sorry. Um so uh and of all, all their adventures uh um contained in that. So it's got a lot of like like a lot of like juvenile type humor mixed with a lot of smart humor. Right. Yeah, a little bit of both. And I think that's why it appeals to a lot of people. But it's definitely, definitely worth checking out, guys. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, And uh, let's see if we think we should be hearing from Jimmy Wong. Um, It is now. Well, hopefully he'll be calling in very shortly. In the meantime, uh, Billion set to premiere its fifth episode on Sunday, May 3rd um so actually they're going to have um to split their season in two parts because of the pandemic and production being halted to finish the fifth season of billions so both billions and black monday on showtime will premiere only their first half usually with showtime hbo they always drop each episode within the number you know each week but they're actually gonna have to split it in two halves guys so this is a you know, the uh, pandemic has affected it. Same with CW Supernatural, The Flash, Legacies. They're go- also going to have to uh, do the same thing that uh, Billions is doing as well. Um, of course, also forced to shut down production due to the coronavirus. Um, and uh, Empire <laughs> is now ending two episodes early, Chachi. What do you think about that? Um, I guess they can't really finish the finale. So they decided to take ep- uh, elements of the last remaining episodes and combine it into one episode, I guess um, it's supposed to have 20 episodes and now it's actually only going to have 18 episodes. So 18 will have elements of uh, episode 18 and 19. And I guess they didn't, they didn't even get to finish episode 20. So well, they, again, edit- they just bring
3: back on um, Juicy and have him like I mean Juicy
0: Smollett yeah he likes to um do his own
3: productions he does like to do
0: his own productions they're going
3: have him finish it for them
0: yeah. justice for Juicy justice, justice. For Juicy. Um, a couple things and then we'll try to fetch our uh, special guests uh, General Hospital on ABC will move four episodes. Uh, a week instead of five episodes a week to stretch out the remaining episodes. Also, ABC has postponed the next bachelor spinoff Bachelor Summer Games um in, in wake of the pandemic. Wow.
3: Uh, well, is this the first time that a soap's gonna be um on hiatus but don't don't soap operas run the whole entire year?
0: They do. Yeah. yeah. Soap Bachelors are some of like the busiest and I think Coke is actually um he is a uh a aficionado of soap operas. I can't remember which Cokie one I watched. is it. really. Yeah, surprisingly wow. so. <laughs> so we have to. <laughs> <laughs> can you
3: imagine yeah. at home watching like Days of Our Lives?
2: Right, as the world turns, all um, my I, children.
3: Actually, I I pay money to sit there and watch Koki watch soaps. Like, can we do a podcast with that?
2: Commentary, yeah. You
3: should yeah, do like a Skype interview. Just watch him, <laughs> like sit on the couch and watching, like, like all into like. Mm-hmm. I watched some of these soaps as a kid because my mom used to watch them, mm-hmm. okay? and they just move so damn slow. Like somebody would be in a coma for like, like four years, like literally, <laughs> like. And if there's gonna be a wedding, the wedding is like goes on for like a whole entire year. I mean, it. it this, I mean, something like The Walking Dead moves like quick, but these soap operas, they'll stretch it out like every single storyline, and just so, go on forever.
0: <laughs> so Chachi, we're going to bring on our special guest because I thought he was going to call in. So I think this is a good time to take Chachi's classic break. Um, so if we could go ahead and uh, announce the break. Here's your theme song.
2: Where my dog's at. It is
5: time for King Chachi's classic cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi. Chachi.
4: Chachi. 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 Chachi.
3: So. Chachi and charge once again for Chachi's classic cut. And um, this classic cut this week is sadly because of a passing from somebody um, who had passed away from the coronavirus. Um, That is Alan Merrill. And he's actually the songwriter of I Love Rock and Roll, which was um, a huge hit for Joan Jett, which was a great song back in the 80s. So you know I love it. Um, So this is actually the song that he wrote i love rock and roll so enjoy rest in peace rest in peace
0: alan merrill I saw him dancing there by the record machine about
4: 17 so strong
3: Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and belowthebeltshow.com.
0: So let's go ahead and introduce guys. Jimmy, you're our first guest as far as our Skype version of Below the Belt Show. As you know, we are in our podcast radio station. We had to kind of adapt due to the pandemic. And uh, <laughs> you are our first celebrity guest for our new format, our Skype version of Below the Belt Show. Actor extraordinaire, YouTube host sensation... Pretty awesome chef, uh, singer, the list goes on and on. Jimmy, good to have you on Below
5: the Belt Show. Thank you so much. That is very kind of you to list out all of those attributes and to (laughs) say it so excitingly, excitedly. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Well, first of all, uh, Jimmy, want to know how you're doing with uh, the pandemic? Um, Of course, uh, California state affected, uh, as is the rest of the country. Um, How are you dealing with quarantine and everything going on right now?
5: Well, things so far have been pretty, uh, I'm very fortunate in that I have the ability to stay at home and um, put everything sort of on freeze for just a little bit. I know a lot of people out there and a lot of my friends as well don't have the comfort that, you know, a lot of, you know, what we see sometimes on social media. So it's tough. It's one of those things where I I just want to stay home and do my best to continue working as much as I can because I do a lot of content online. So. A lot of that stuff you can still do from a confined environment uh, and so I just no longer go to an office but my job is making videos for other people out there to enjoy and so I'm very glad that I'm still able to do that because I think content is one of those things that everyone is sort of on the lookout for given all the extra free time in front of computers and phones we have. That's yeah. a very
0: very good point because as you know film and television production has halted this is the time to do our own content from I guess the comfort of our own homes right Jimmy?
5: Yeah, and you know, radio and podcasting and all this stuff, talking into a microphone professionally is something that everyone here is very comfortable with, and I think there's a lot of value in that because we're able to provide more voices in the room. And I know for one, I've been feeling you know kind of going a little stir crazy just looking at two dogs That's me. My goodness that I can't say, speak yes. back to me all day. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta say, I mean, your YouTube show is definitely fitting for the pandem- pandemic because a lot of people are cooking yes. um, a lot more than they usually... Uh, and people are uh, eating. Are eating?
5: Uh, yes.
3: Non-stop. In
0: abundance. They're not I, going to restaurants. They have to kind of... They just
3: to stop eating.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. So if you could uh, tell us about um, um, Feast, Feast of Fiction, because I think it's, uh, if you haven't seen it, guys, it's a very lighthearted uh pop culture influence cooking show hosted by jimmy and i
5: think it's it's brilliant oh thanks man yeah if he's a fiction it was super simple like concept which is just like what if you could make (laughs) the food you see in tv in real life or the drink you saw in that anime or that thing you saw in that pixar movie and there's food all the time in content and i think it's one of the most satisfying things to watch i know for one i'm sure you all know what the feeling is to have like the food network on just churning in the background And just constantly seeing food being made is very satisfying. And it's true, actually. A lot of people are cooking a lot more right now, which is awesome. I think that's actually pretty great. Uh, There are some disturbing statistics about staying inside for this long. But if one of the positives (laughs) is, like, we're all making more food, then that's great. And experimentation is something that we always like, like to encourage on the show. And also, the recipes are ridiculously simple when you break it down. So anyone can cook. I'm sure you all are doing your fair share as well.
0: Yeah, I did it myself actually. Morgan, you actually bought the ingredients for uh, Jimmy's uh, spinach puffs, right? Yeah. Oh.
2: So, oh, um, big, big. I'm a huge, huge Disney fan. Oh, amazing! Um, so I'm super excited to Which see you. will be you in, into
0: Mulan To more. see you in
2: Mulan. Um, I've seen the cartoon version more times than I can. I could probably sing all the songs. But when Al sent me the link of of you and and what you've done and he sent a list of a couple of recipes i was like oh my god gronks spinach Uh, spinach puffs i was like hello emperor (laughs) new food like that is such an underrated disney film that's hilarious and i I actually i my boyfriend and i we went out we got the stuff um it i probably will be making those tomorrow so um and just your whole like your whole take on it, you guys like kind of dressed up and you did the characters voices. Like, it's just, it's great. Like I I literally was sitting there going, wow. Like, who would have ever thought you can make Baby Yoda's bone broth? And I saw that your mom was on there. Like, and like, you did the whole traditional Chinese recipe of it. Like, I just thought that was so great. Like, Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah, there's
5: something really fun about doing stuff from things that make us happy as kids. Because right. I don't know if you guys realize this, but our, our world is a big recycling bin of nostalgia at this point. Uh, so yeah. we have a lot of, obviously... I mean, we're, we're I mean, Marvel comics, right? Like, comics. We <laughs> love the biggest it. Thing all of us love it.
0: We all love Marvel.
5: I think a lot <laughs> of it is, like, as kids, we grow up, and we like this stuff, and we think it's cool, but it's not really that cool to other people, and now that we're adults, right. and we're able to, like, buy <laughs> right. a figurine if we want it, and put it in our room, and no one can tell us no, yes. our love has exploded, right. especially if we can share it online. So, Feast of Fiction it, sort of harkens that we're to that. That would with the money. Yeah. Amazing. So, so he
0: takes takes everything in
3: pop culture.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Chachi. I was talking like, over
3: you. Yeah, he has like a, a recipe for everything you can think of in pop culture. I mean, there's like like Harry Potter's um, butterbeer. There's um,
0: yes. um there's a, a spell oh, yeah. book
3: from um, Hocus Pocus. You know, <laughs> oh, like yeah. A, you know, like it's it's a, it's just amazing. Like every show you can think of that you would enjoy, there's sure. like a recipe from like Ecto Cooler. Make
2: her an ecto cooler from Ghostbusters. Like, well. I love it. He's yeah, got like, Bob's surprising. Burgers on there too. Like
5: the moment great. you start listening or thinking about your shows, you're like, wait a minute, is there food in there? You're gonna come up with a lot <laughs> yeah. of things. It's just you it's t- a very popular thing to draw and have food in movies and TV and, and comics and stuff. Like I might
3: get diabetes just from your recipes because like, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> cakes
5: too. <There's> tons of <laughs> sweets. Yeah, there's like nothing really, <laughs> but I love it.
0: Hey, Jimmy, have you done the Game of Thrones pies? I know pies are very popular
5: in Game of Thrones. We've done a couple of things from Game of Thrones. Uh, nice. And actually, it's funny that you mentioned Gronk spinach puffs, because those are actually in our upcoming cookbook, as are uh, two Game of Thrones recipes we've done. Oh, Sansa has this amazing uh, lemon cake that she loves. And so we yes. did our own very of that. I remember that. the
0: lemon cake. Yes. yes,
5: And then in the show... Uh, um, uh, meat pie what's the guy's name the little baker boy he makes these direwolf breads yes. for Arya. so like we recreated that as well right? yeah. yeah I mean I uh, see like, I the
3: USS it. butterscotch from Stranger Things I mean this is
5: oh yeah know, the so. USS butterscotch yeah, so you know, makes, two, but,
3: what's that he comes up with these ideas for these um, different recipes
5: We're honestly very lucky in that we have a lot of viewers that are super on top of requests. And they'll always pop up in the comments and say the things. And when something new pops up, we're like, hey, Pop Culture says we should do X or this. It's like, great, let's go right to it. Um, And, you know, we love to sort of harken back to some of our favorite franchises. Like, I love Pokemon. I love Steven Universe. And and a lot of those shows. And then we'll do, like, old throwbacks. Like, we've done Home Alone (laughs) stuff. So... It's always fun to just sort of like take something that's been made before and talk about it a little bit, teach the audience a little bit about the show. And it's meant to be lighthearted, right? I'm not a, We're not like celebrity-trained chefs. We're not people that have gone to culinary school. We're just here as enthusiasts. And we think that's sort of what the joy of cooking is. is, And that's what, you know, the cookbook is supposed to elevate that a little bit, but just make it fun. That's, that's really the key. And that's great you have the
0: cookbook because a lot of people with the YouTube, you kind of to have to pause it while you're here in the stove. You have all these things yeah, going exactly. on. It's, uh, the, have the cookbook right in front of you so you can yeah. see I'll all the recipes UV
5: update a recipe for the spinach puff so that you can make sure that you're
0: oh yes
3: yes, yes. <laughs> so do you ever get any kind of feedback from any of the creators um from the shows like for the stuff that you um the recipes you create like anybody say like oh so so cool that you um you know did the recipe for that from what you know i created you ever hear anything back from them
5: Jimmy, are you with us? So sorry, I think my Skype crashed. I oh, know. We I'm hear back. you now. We hear awesome. you. Uh, oh, there's your I, video. And I, and I see you now. Yes. And you guys can see me? Yeah. Yes. you see us? Welcome. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I was talking to I, just empty boxes the whole time. I was like, we, oh, there are people here.
0: We, <laughs> we can actually make our uh, introductions. I'm Al Soto. Hello. And we have, of course, I'm the one only. The
2: Morgan Fabulous, or just Morgan.
5: I don't know. <laughs> Fabulous is a pretty good last name. Yes.
0: <laughs> Chelsea, if you could go back to your question, because I know we. Uh, yes. After the
3: Skype oh, I'm just like from all the recipes that you post. Do you ever get any kind of like um, feedback from any of the um, shows creators who like? may have created
5: this um recipe yeah speaking speaking of steven universe rebecca sugar who's written a lot of this who's the show runner and uh, and has written like a lot of the songs and stuff for the show uh, right. um has seen our stuff we know that for sure we know that the people that made the legend of cora saw it as well because they shared oh, cool. the on tumblr so we know for sure that people like it's hard for you know sometimes when these things pop up it's hard for them to miss it when 20 people all of a sudden tag you in something you're going to click the link so it's always awesome to see, to know that these people have seen the videos. And that for us also like puts the pressure on to make sure that we do it justice.
0: And what's great, there's no copyright for recipes based on pop culture things, right? There's, you never yeah. got a so you can actually create anything based on, because right. it's not, you're, you're not actually taking their property. You're making your own original disc based on that, um, I guess, yeah. uh, pop yeah, culture. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah.
5: true. I mean, like they said, hey, we ate. A donut. It's up to you how to make the donut and it's I don't really? think you can ever copyright a recipe. Recipes have been around since the dawn of time. So. <laughs> right, yeah, I think right. 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 Like you oh, uh, I- everyone yeah, I didn't copy it. I used one half teaspoon less. Duh, it's totally different.
0: Chisel <laughs> <laughs> root to rock. Yeah, so exactly. I saw birds of prey uh recently' obviously, obviously it's also on oh, yes. you can watch it on uh, on demand uh, she was all about these uh bacon egg and cheese sandwiches uh, yes. that, that could be a fun one if you haven't tackled that one yet I was thinking that yeah. absolutely
5: is yeah it's and it's um... on our list we have an exhaustive list of stuff. oh cool it's gotta be like ten pages long we thought when I first did the show i was like this is gonna last like 20 episodes then we're done <laughs> eight years ran a yeah. cookbook we're like all right there's still more recommendations coming and we actually can never finish all of them like there's no way i don't think so that's that's part of what's been a fun part of the journey too i
0: love it and your uh show uh has received streamies streamies are kind of like the the emmys of the uh the youtube world i guess or the streaming platforms do we still have jimmy <laughs> i know that his image is slapped
2: i see him but i don't hear jimmy him.
5: jimmy oh Oh, you're back! you yes. Lost
0: your, we lost your connection for a second. This is
5: what happens when my internet tries to load three people at once <laughs> on the Skype call. I don't think it can handle it.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I guess I, yeah, the question I had was, uh, oh no, no, I, I was just making a comment the that the Streamies, uh, that 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 you, your show had run, won several Streamies, which is kind of like the the Emmys of the of the YouTube world, I guess, right?
5: Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> there, you know, there are award shows as well yeah. uh, when it comes yeah. to YouTube stuff. And turns out they're kind of just like the award show that we see on TV, but just way smaller and organized by totally different people. But same sort of deal. Uh, a lot of, like, I, you know, for me, it's like a great excuse to wear a suit <laughs> and show up and, <laughs> and, like, you know, hang out with a bunch of other my friends and people that I know yes. or, have, or respect in the industry. So that that's always nice. And, and opening doors for more collaborations is always really great, too.
4: Great.
5: I, I mean, see
3: it. here, you got 15 million views for your um, Minecraft cake.
5: Yes, that was, like, one of our first views we posted, and we've yeah. updated it since. Uh, but that one, just for some reason, back in the day, <sighs> there was not that much going on, so it just went went <laughs> nuts, and just picked up views and picked them up. 15 million, wow.
0: So yeah. that's, incredible. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. All right, so I guess we'll switch gears to, to, to Milan, because... Uh, this weekend would have been um, the yeah. premiere. Uh, I guess not. Well, not necessarily the the theater re- theatrical release. Yes. Uh, yeah.
5: Uh, of Milan. would have been um, last Friday.
0: Yeah, it would have been. It was the last Friday. Okay. Um, your thoughts, obviously, uh, because there were rumors that they were thinking about putting on a Disney Plus for people to see. <laughs> I think or, enough people
5: tweeted that idea that it became a rumor. Uh, I, I think yeah. this movie this movie for me I I want to see it in the theater and that's it's I an love anime. movies and I that's love anime. cinema. Um, yes. You know, I'm a film nut and uh, watching the way that they use certain lenses on set and there's even a picture I think on the director's Instagram of this massive, they called it their Lawrence of Arabia lens, uh, just to create this incredible beautiful shot of someone like that looks like they're a million miles away but they're in, in focus but the whole world around them you know, is like all like, it's hot so like you can see the heat wave shimmering off the ground, it gives one of those awesome effects and that's the kind of thing that you want to watch in a movie theater so I, I, I'm pretty sure that it's still full steam ahead for that. Now, I can't speak for anyone, but I. this is a movie that I think everyone should watch in the theater. And then later on TV, sure.
0: Of course. Yeah, because a lot of people are quarantined. They want they want some content. They want things to see. But you got to give them the theater, theatrical experience of, of a movie of this scale. I mean, this yeah. is
5: yeah I mean, we we've all seen like giant st- sci-fi movies on the big screen we've all seen yeah. quentin tarantino movies on the big screen and they're the and there are filmmakers that want you to watch it on the big screen yeah. and nikki the director is definitely one for this too
3: now some people have complained for about like you know like the lion king when uh-huh. they uh, remade the lion king to live action that it was really too close to the original cartoon so <laughs> that this, but i heard yeah. this this movie is actually going to be um kind of different than the cartoon right
5: yeah, if you look at any of the trailers, it's yeah. pretty obvious from the get-go that it's it's its own movie, um, and wow. that's great. You know, it's it's one of those things too with the remix. It's like damned if you, damned if you don't. It's like, right. oh, and they made it too close. Oh, they didn't make it close enough. Right. Uh, right. For me, I like movies as like individual things, um, and sure they can have a whole history in the past, but like the kid that's nine or ten that's gonna go see this movie has no idea about the original. Right. Yeah. And this is gonna be their entry point into this story. And so if they, in, in I'm glad that they can have both. You know, so I, for me, I'm always a fan of more diversity. Obviously,
0: right. <laughs> Obvi- obviously, obviously. <laughs> and I'm glad. And I'm glad they didn't whitewash Mulan.
4: <laughs> I know. You. Oh, boy. Thank you. Like <laughs> maybe if
5: it, if this movie was made like 10 years ago. Who knows? But unfortunately, you know. I mean, like, look, we we're, this is the same world that now has Black Panther. So I, I think it's it's exciting to have yes. you know different hero stories in all sorts of different cultures because that's cool. Humans are crazy. Look at how diverse <laughs> and crazy we are. It's awesome.
3: I was kind of hoping for um, Cameron
5: Diaz to play uh, Mulan. So I <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, if anyone, it's going to be Scarlett yeah. Johansson. That's right, right, exactly. Scar-cho. That's we'll the talk- only. That's, I might even put my vote in for that, you know, if, if it was a joke <laughs> vote. And if I knew it wasn't going to count.
0: Well, your thoughts of working on such an amazing project. I'm looking at this cast right here. Um, you play uh, one of the friends of, of Mulan, yes. uh, who's played by... Liu uh, Thank you for the pronunciation. If I missed
5: it, it's <laughs> tough. But, uh, yes, we call her Cece. It's a lot easier. Cece. It's a nice, Cece. Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Very nice, cute nickname. It works. Uh, yeah, so um, one of my characters is one of the few ones that are from the original, uh, as you obviously know, if you're a fan of the original, there's like three friends, one of them looks like Baymax, the other one has a black guy and is very short, and then there's like a right. romantic skinnier one in the middle. So that's the one that I play. <laughs> However, nice. in this movie, my cohorts that are also those those other two characters I described, uh, they do not look like Baymax, because that's impossible. And the other person does not look like the other because yeah, right. that's also impossible. So so we are the human versions of those, um, and we, you know, sort of have a lot of the similar characteristics of the original duo uh, trio. I mean, uh, but now the group is like slightly more expanded. There's a couple more soldiers in the mix, so it's kind of got this um, ensemble feel to it, which is great. I love it. I love it. I mean, such such a great cast, including uh, well,
0: see Donnie Yen, um, yep. which I think is amazing. Uh, such a great actor, um, Jason Scott Lee, Yosan An. Uh, the list goes on and on. Um, Wow, this is really exciting. Um, another really cool thing is that this is the first Disney live-action film that's PG 13.
5: Yeah, that's kind yeah. of wild, right. I mean, if you saw in the trailer, people are like unleashing volleys of arrows, charging yeah. at each other with horses. Yeah, this isn't like shooting blasters at aliens in Marvel movies, The Avengers. Like this is, you know, this is supposed to take place in a historically accurate battle right. setting in China. Um, you know, and they they took inspiration from a lot of different time periods, but uh there this is it's great it's horses there's bows bow and arrows there's there's sword fighting it's it's very accurate and as a result that earned it or i think disney was like you know what this is fine to be pg-13 it is a movie about a war essentially
3: makes a lot of sense movie um, filmed at was this filmed in like um california no, Down we filmed, stages. I mean,
5: so there's always going to be bits and parts of movies like this filmed everywhere. So there was a lot that was filmed yeah. in China. We filmed okay. a lot in New Zealand because that's also where the director is from. And Nikki is able to bring with her also ah, a cast yeah. and crew that yeah. is highly attuned to her voice as a director. And that means you're going to make a better movie. So that was an obvious choice. And also the the vistas and the scenery were amazing. So we got lots of beautiful pieces from China as well as New Zealand. So they really did, cool. you know, it uh, it feels it's like pretty authentic. Cool Yeah, I mean, and you know, you're trying to represent these areas and do so in a way that cinematically makes you go lose your breath and just look at it in awe. So that's one of the joys of being able to film and have sort of that the luxury of being from both continents.
0: Wow, New Zealand. And based on the trailer, beautiful scenery. Um, Just, I I love seeing this animated piece come to life in live action, which is amazing. Uh, Man, so, so. Actually, the red carpet uh, took place already because I remember uh, seeing yep. uh, photos.
5: Mm-hmm. So you all
0: got to see the film. Your thoughts, I guess, non-spoilery thoughts on the film. <laughs> uh,
5: so there have been like, actually a bunch of reviews online of the people that first went to see it, and so yeah. you can definitely look at Twitter for that. I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna like the movie, but I think <laughs> I like it for the right reasons. You know, yeah. you know, the first time I. The first time I, you watch it, you just want to focus on yourself the whole time and you kind of forget the movie. But I actually didn't do that. It was crazy. I was just focused on the story and the scenery and how beautiful it was and how clear the story was. And, and like yeah. for me, also like thinking about how inspiring it was going to be to little kids was very heartwarming as well. Because was, this was a message that rang really true and didn't have any false pretenses about it. It's told superbly well. Um, the filmmaker, if you've ever seen any of other her other movies, you'll get a sense of someone that knows how to have an honest storytelling um you know just style to their work and so Nikki Caro has done Nikki
0: Caros, The Whale Rider yes. the Whale
5: Rider uh uh and McFarland USA and um North Country so there's a lot of of great things that she's done
0: Yeah, yeah I'm looking at her uh Wikipedia are all great movies too yeah. I you
5: know, everyone on the cast made-
0: there he comes We lost you for yeah we lost you for all that uh I don't know if you were in the midst of yeah. speaking but we, we we didn't catch all of that.
5: I, I caught, I think, most all of it. I think it ended, but I think I knew the moment that my Skype crashed, I was like, and that's the end of my message. <laughs> I'm just going to look up stuff on my phone if I need to look something up because okay. I don't want to overload the internet, I guess. Right, right, right.
2: Uh, uh, I was going to say, um, just, you know, I saw the movie in 1998 when it came out, and, you know, big Disney fan, and I think it was. One of those films that you know girls could see, and and you know Mulan is she's not technically like the Disney princess, but it was she was you know female, but she was strong, and yeah, there were totally. still these great songs, and like it was funny, and um you know, and I think it's very iconic. And then I know people are like, oh, the you know live actions aren't the same, but I think you're right when a new era is coming in. Like they, they aren't looking at the old one or if they are, they're still kids. So they're like, well, this is good too. Cause it's entertaining yeah. and it still has the message. And I think it's really important. Like you said, for the, for diversity and for women. And I just, I mean, it just looks hella entertaining to me. Yes. And um, just like theatrically beautiful and CC who I don't know, like, I just (laughs) like she just like embodies it like yeah I just like just from a few Uh, previews God like she really is really like badass like
5: yeah, just and,
2: looks, I'm just sad because we can't go to the movie theater.
5: Like. I mean, imagine me seeing the the going to the premiere and being like, "Yes, this is it. This is gonna <laughs> nah, do great. Everyone's gonna it like it. Oh. All of the all of the the hullabaloo about it is finally gonna just it's gonna reach its climax. I can't oh, wait. Uh, and you know, it was yeah. also a day before my birthday I was supposed to come out, so I was like, "Best oh, birthday present ever!" The, but the best. You know, I honestly, I think it's fine. And the most important part is, you know, we can't go to a movie and be inspired if it's endangering other people at the same time. So obviously everyone's made the right choice. And one of those things where I hope that when we come out the other side, people are going to be able to reevaluate, you know, what brings them together and what they really value. And I think going to the movies, spending time with friends and family and doing so in a way that is uplifting and. It's Definitely. fun and you're laughing. That's like, that's really what I miss the most. Yeah. Um, and Skype calls obviously are great, but they're no substitute. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
3: How was it like you, I mean, you're, you're like a big pop culture nerd like we are. I mean, how great oh. was it when you got the call saying that you're going to be in a, a big budget Disney movie, <laughs> especially an <the> iconic <laughs> one like Milan?
5: Yeah, it was pretty awesome, obviously. Uh, i had been waiting what felt like nine years to get an opportunity like this uh, yeah. for an actor specifically. So I was really, really stoked. And I remember screaming and like dancing around in my car because I was <laughs> in my car at the time. Um, yeah. And then entered into like four or five months of like, all right, well, let's figure out the paperwork and how this all works. So it was like a slow burn until I finally got out there. Mm-hmm. And then I blinked my eyes and it was over. How was the audition process? Really basic and simple. We just auditioned once, went in for a callback, and then found out if we got the role or not. Now this is for my role. I don't know how intense it was for the leads or any of the other roles, but for me, I know for it was it was really simple and I liked it. It was great. The casting office was run by Deborah Zane, who's fantastic and one wow. of the nicest and most level headed and kind people I've ever met. and and one obviously just the best performances out of everyone that came into audition for this and so i was it was a blast yeah,
3: how the people, awesome how are the people who like um, you grew up with how do they act um towards you knowing that um you got this movie i mean are there some haters or you have people coming out of the woodwork who like oh like remember me i sat behind you in, right. uh, geometry class
5: I, I remember the first after i announced that i had gotten the role on twitter which was like five or no it was actually longer than that it was almost like almost a year after i i found out but i wasn't able to say anything i was i remember being like man i got more emails today than i've ever gotten in my entire life (laughs) 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 but everything's been positive you know and i'm i'm just happy that i know that the product at the end of the rope is great and that people are gonna like it And people are just going to enjoy it because it's a good movie. It's not, you know, it's telling a story faithfully and it's doing so Mm -hmm. with a lot of style and obviously, like, adapted and made for this generation of viewers. I love it.
0: You got another big uh, animated feature coming out, Jimmy. Uh, Wish Dragon.
5: Well, who knows, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) John- <laughs> i'm a small fry i don't get to make these decisions i assume that the people choosing release dates are far more qualified than me and i leave it in their highly intelligent hands
0: but you're with john cho and constant Wu, two great actors right there love john cho i think he's fantastic um what can you tell us about uh your role in uh, wish dragon
5: Wish Dragon is uh, by Sony Pictures Animation. It is a modern telling, sort of retelling of a a very classic tale, where a, a tale where a kid in Shanghai um, finds a magical teapot, and in that teapot is a dragon that is going to grant him three wishes. And so, what is he going to do with that power? How is he going to navigate his life in this modern world, as well as his uh, real life concerns and and things that he's trying to get over with this sort of situation. Um, and it's beautifully animated. It was done in conjunction with Chinese studios as well. So uh, in China, I believe, and I don't know if this is for sure, but I'm pretty sure it is. Jackie Chan is going to be the voice of the dragon, where oh, John cool. chose the voice wow. of it here. So uh, uh, it's, um, I, I play the voice of the main guy, the, the kid that finds the teapot. Um, and I love it. I, this movie's been in the works for quite a while. Animation is such a long, difficult journey, and I was able to visit the studios in China. Actually, the last time I visited, and it was great seeing everyone um, still on high spirits, and the, the project was coming along super, super well. So I'm really excited. And again, for this now, given the extra circumstances that we're seeing today, who actually knows when this movie is going to be released? I feel like so much is up in the air that even the release dates that we've been that have been put forth for like Fast and Furious and the other movies that have been delayed, who actually yeah. knows? <laughs> So if anything, uh, I think it's important just to be excited and just to, you know, again, like I said earlier, I can't wait for us to be able to re-enter into public life because we're going to prioritize what matters and movies. Let's go to the movies. We really need this right
0: now, man. Of course, the the pandemic has affected all of us. um, And it's it's certainly disheartening Um, your thoughts on potentially a hundred thousand Oh, That's the in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, 240,000
5: was yes. the last issue. I mean, oh, where do we even begin? Uh, there is a lot of information flying around constantly, yeah. and every single person on this planet is getting their news from a different source. Some places more than others, some places less than others, some places right. more specifically in certain areas of the United States. You know, in some places entirely online. I think the main thing is just to focus on what you're doing and how you can uh, the the famous Fred Rogers quote, which is look around. There's always going to be helpers. Look for the helpers. Uh, There's going to be a lot of people out there working really hard to help everyone. So I think that's where our focus should be. And our focus should be on figuring out how to keep everyone else safe and keep ourselves safe at the same time Um, and being supportive of each other, too. There's a lot of people that are going through a lot of financial distress right now. Um, I run an online content company and Patreon is one of our main ways of getting income. And when we hear that 3% of Americans have filed for unemployment, that means that a lot of people that were supporting us as a podcast, as a quote unquote kind of luxury thing on top of a, their other entertainment, uh, it, it means it's going to be really, really tough for us to you know, make it through these times if we're not Absolutely. supportive of everyone and learning where we can still give our support and love and all that. Absolutely. And if you could also comment, obviously there's ignorant people out
0: there calling this the Chinese flu, the Kung flu as an Asian American. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? Obviously, you know, we we do. I don't know. I mean,
5: look, the next time a flu rolls around, do you want us to call it the white flu? Do you want us to call it the your name flu? Like, no, probably not because you're not the one responsible for it. So don't. And I made a video about this. Don't scapegoat. Scapegoating is very easy to do when you don't feel good about something. Instead of saying, hey, this makes me this, this and this. You're like, who can I blame? Mm -hmm. And as humans, it's really easy for us to shift the blame to other things. We do it all the time. I do it all the time in my personal life. Why didn't I wake up this morning? Oh, because I, I did this last night. It's like, well, why didn't you go to bed earlier? It's like, well, I don't want to blame myself, so I'm just going to blame it on something else. So don't do that for a virus. A virus is going to affect everyone no matter what. Uh, we are past the point of blame because right now we need to focus again on looking right. for the helpers and helping the people and making sure that we protect everyone, as many people as we can. Because I've started to begin to hear stories of people, one... Pop one friend away, and someone that they know is dead. Someone that they know is oh extremely God. sick, and this is going to be everyone's reality soon. So the more time we spend bickering, <sighs> finger is the less time we have to actually that figure out so how up. to make everything work. So it's it's going it's closing in, and it's we're going to feel that more and more in the next weeks.
0: Yeah, but um, and I wish what you're saying wasn't true, but that's unfortunately the sad reality because currently we know a friend of a friend that knows someone yeah. with COVID nineteen, but not all of us know personally someone with it. And the fact that you're saying we're going to know people that have died oh, yeah. um, is, is, is very daunting and
5: very scary, very scary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the, the important thing is we can keep that number as low as possible. And that just means that we keep ourselves accountable and we hold our friends accountable. And we make sure everyone is on the same logical wavelength. You know, there's no hysteria. There's no mm-hmm. panic buying. There's just clear, easy to understand facts. You yeah. get sick. It's really easy to not feel sick, but still pass the sickness to other people. So for everyone's safety, just don't interact yeah. with other people in real life.
0: Do you have any family in China still? And yeah, I have. A, okay,
5: I have some extended family out there, uh, and but they're they're a bit further detached from us. We don't really talk to them often, and all we know is that they are all doing the, what we're doing, staying safe inside only God. going out for absolutely essential stuff and taking all the proper precautions yeah. so that they don't spread anything and that they don't also take anything in when they get out there.
3: And they're still in lockdown, right? I heard they opened some theaters up. and they. Yeah, them. I heard about that.
5: Yeah, I, I think it's just, it's so hard for humanity, the way that we made it work, <laughs> to just take a break <laughs> like this and take a breath. Yes. Um, But it's, it's going to be one of those things where you're going to see it sort of, I think, rising and falling in little waves here and there across the yeah. world and... It's like someone hit a huge bell, and the bell's going to ring for a while. And as long as we yeah. don't take the mallet to the bell again, we're good. So let's avoid re-hitting the bell. Absolutely. Guys, wow, what a great interview, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you. That was, I've been thinking and, about this and, a lot. Just, I have a lot of time and, in isolation. And just the <laughs> fact that you – so you don't
0: what, – what I think is really awesome, we transitioned from our podcast studio, and you're our first – uh, celebrity guest uh, on our oh. Spike version of the show because a lot of shows are doing this. The Talking Dead right, show, right. the, the uh, I saw it. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Um, a lot of yeah, shows are the night doing. Night shows. They're yeah. all all the late night shows are doing the the Skype format stay at home shows and I'm glad uh, Jimmy that you could be a part of this. Uh, thank you so much for calling in and, and uh, skyping into Below the Belt show. And if you could nice. before we let you go, uh, throw out a um, a promo. Let us know who you are. Yeah. Sure. Uh let's know um you're from Milan and also also throw out uh, and also throw out a, uh, a plug for your book. Why not? A plug for your book and a plug for the YouTube show.
5: Okay, let me And just then you sure. at the end, below the belt show. You're all below, below the, belt the, belt show. the belt show. You guys want me to say W M B C at five sixty AM?
0: No, oh, no. not anymore. <laughs> not anymore?
5: All right. But I can't yeah, that shout out B-more, right? Y'all are that, from B-more? right, We are from B-more. Let's go. Be More. The Wire, the greatest TV show ever made. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right. Here we go. What's up, everybody? You're Whoa, wait. Let me start again. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Jimmy Wong. You can catch me in the upcoming live action Mulan, and I have a cookbook coming out next month called The Feast of Fiction Kitchen, and you are listening to Below the Belt Radio.
0: Beautiful. Awesome. One take wonder. Awesome. Awesome.
5: Thanks i podcast. One
0: thing <laughs> I look forward to seeing harley quinn's baking egg, egg and cheese uh it's on the list salad. it's on the list i got
5: if i if i do it it's got to look as good as it does in the freaking movie man because it looks tasty in that thing and your book is available where uh you can buy it anywhere online as well as uh your regular bookstores once it's safe to go in and buy it and your social media jimmy you can find me everywhere at j f w o n g so it's like awesome. jimmy f stands for whatever you want to stand for, Wong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. Exactly.
5: Exactly. You know the life. J. J fabulous Wong. you actually just given me the real middle name, so thank you.
0: you Jimmy, thanks <laughs> so much for, for calling into our thanks, Skype. Guys. Room, thanks, guys. we
3: excited for stuff to get back to normal and for your yes. music to come out and Absolutely. have
0: the best of year ever. And in the
3: thanks, meantime, Bob. we'll be cooking up Josh. your recipes.
5: Thank you so much. Yes, please See. do. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks.
0: All right. Yes, that was seamless, guys. What, wow. What a nice out. Seamless. So that was really cool. All right. Um, so um just a couple more things I think we'll wrap up tonight's show, guys. Um so um, yeah, so I mentioned we were mentioning uh during the show that everybody's we're doing the same format that a lot of big shows are doing, guys. Jimmy Fallon, um, all the late night shows. Um in fact, on Jimmy Fallon, Weird Al Yankovic was a uh, was a guest. I don't know if you got to check that out, Chachi. I know you're a big uh, Weird Al Yankovic fan. And did a song from his from his home, uh, Dare to Be from his album Dare to Be Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, and uh, also uh, Demi Lovato. I know you're a big Demi fan, uh, Morgan. Yes. Uh, uh, appeared virtually on this night show to perform her single I Love Me, which. Uh-huh exactly the same thing we're got we are doing guys which i think it's pretty cool um in other music news uh the edinburgh fringe festival uk's largest arts festival uh and music festival which is kind of like the coachella i guess of england um that has been um shelved it's been canceled uh due to the cor- uh, coronavirus pandemic <laughs> cma festival the annual country music festival also um also canceled, which was supposed to be in June in Nashville. Um, Justin Bieber, the Biebs, had to postpone his 2020 Changes Tour. Um, But this was cool. Elton John actually did um, an iHeartRadio living room concert for America on Fox, which helped support two of the the many organizations that are helping uh, the coronavirus Um, pandemic. Feeding America and First Responders Children's Foundation um, raised a lot of money, more than one million. So, uh, to because uh, a lot of people that we need uh, ventilators, we need um, beds, we need. I mean, people are making hospitals from tents yeah. in New York City because there's not enough tents, there's not enough space. So, the money that these celebrities uh, are raising or are contributing is so helpful for this so uh, we're uh, really happy about that um that they're helping during this pandemic um i know a lot of people are upset that coachella has been um canceled it's not even postponed it's completely canceled this year um there's actually a youtube original film called coachella 20 years in the desert which will stream for free yeah starting april 10th so you can kind of get your coachella fix you know pretend you're kylie and kendall jenner and, <laughs> I always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Um there's also some celebrities that passed away not due to Corona. Um actor Vincent Mazzello, known for his role in the witches, I guess the original Superman movie, The Spy Who Loved Me, mm-hmm. uh, was sixty-eight. Um I'm not sure he played in Superman. I'm curious to find that out. Anton Coppola. Um, Who is um, the uncle of Francis Ford Coppola. uh, Died at the age of 102. Wow. Yeah. Um, Actor John Callahan, known for his roles uh, on the daytime soap opera. All My Children in Santa Barbara died after a massive stroke at the age of 66. David Schramm, veteran character actor known for Wings. Passed away at the age of 73. Uh, Fred Curly-Neal from the Harlem Globetrotters um, had passed away at the age of 77. No cause of death was provided for that. Um, One of the direwolves from Game of Thrones, one of the dogs that, uh, I guess, portrayed the direwolf. Because I think the direwolves were actual dogs when they were puppies. But then they had to resort to CG uh, wolves because that's kind of a risk putting a live wolf on set. Uh, but there was a do- yeah, there was a dog that um, natural dog used um, on the Game of Thrones program, um, and uh, the dog's name is Odin. Mm. Odin, um, which was sad. Um, so this was the one that I skipped because this is, um, we're supposed to have Koki on tonight. Um, a few years ago, several years ago, I guess on Below the Belt show, we had an in studio guest. Who is uh, kind of known in the um, the boxing world because she is the uh, ex girlfriend and the mother of three children of three of this boxer's children, and that's Floyd Mayweather. Uh, his ex name is Josie Harris. Josie Harris um, sadly passed away, found dead in her car. Yeah, uh, with no evidence of drugs or suicide at the scene. Again, she's the mother of three of Floyd Mayweather's kids. They never got married. She was unresponsive when she was found. And uh, it's really sad because we had Gina Jeppy, our friend Gina Jeppy, and Cokie in studio mm-hmm. along with myself. And Josie was in studio. Josie is a friend of Gina Jeppy's. And Dr. Lickelotopus, Cokie, um, showed his skills on Josie's finger. Cokie was licking Floyd Mayweather's ex's finger to show his skills of Dr. Nicoladipus. And, uh, okay.
3: Yeah. is this how she died?
0: <laughs> it's too soon, man. That's too, That's sweet, too dude. soon, dude. Oh. oh, man. That's crazy. Cause can you believe there's other, um, gossip news, uh, other than the coronavirus? <laughs> no, but you know what? I,
3: I get excited when I hear about a celebrity death and I read it and then they, they didn't die from the coronavirus. I get very, not excited, but kind of relieved. Relief is, is a of, better
0: word, Satoshi. Yeah, yes. not excited. It's
3: kind of weird because it's like it's like you see somebody who died. Oh no, the coronavirus again, and then you're like, oh okay, it was just cancer. Yeah, because
0: like, the, because the coronavirus is killing people that should not be, be right. taken away. Right. Yeah, on an average year,
3: right? Because you know right. people die from cancer, sadly enough, and from other stuff, but yeah, you know, yeah. The yeah, coronavirus. So if you wanted to take a you know the, the least number of people as possible and just be over with.
0: Yeah, right absolutely um let's wrap up guys uh the latest um celebrity um which is a vic- uh, I guess um accused of the me uh the me too movement is french montana um he's being accused of sexual sexual assault by an unidentified woman his real name is kareem carbo um apparently um according to um the reports, he had a long standing practice of inviting women to his recording sessions or choosing women at bars, inviting them back to his house, supplying women with drinks and drugs with the purpose of engaging in sexual acts with them without any regard to whether we're able to consent or not. And um, it's crazy because there hadn't been a Me Too, um story in quite a while in Hollywood. It seems like people saw what happened to Harvey Weinstein. They saw. Right. You know, people were on the you know, best behavior. I say people both both men and women because it has been seen right. both ways. Um and we haven't seen a Me Too story in quite a while. And here we have French Montana during a global pandemic. So these uh, are recent stuff or what? Interesting. I guess this happened in this happened uh this happened in March of twenty eighteen.
3: Okay, so that was kind of it's just um, coming to
2: light now.
0: Yeah, That's kind of when this
3: stuff really started,
0: right? Is, yeah, just coming to light now, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, French Montana's last tweet, he said, Coke Boy quarantine mask, free to all the fans that still have to work. So I guess he has, his label's called Coke Boy. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> Coke Boy? Yeah, Coke Boy. Cookie probably knew that. Yeah, Coke, probably knew that. So. Okay. Celebrities have... Celebrities having babies include uh, Rachel Bloom uh, from the star of crazy ex girlfriend, country singer, Maren, uh, Maren Morris, welcome the new baby. Um, Kevin Hart and his wife and are expecting that. Uh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Also Megan McCain, John McCain's daughter is mm-hmm. expecting uh, as well. And of course she is still doing a remote um, view. Uh, duties she's one of the hosts on the do, uh, on uh, the
2: view.
0: on the view thank you um and just announced um Leighton Meester and adrian brody um are expecting well, or oh. yeah which is interesting because they were both on opposite um like um coming of age uh, dramas with gossip girl and the oc which were proper yeah. popular around the
4: same
2: time and i time. love her like i love her and i love yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of cool to see those two. Yeah. Um, and um, celebrity birthdays uh, today includes uh, Method Man. Happy birthday, Method Man. Yeah. Um, 49 today. Um, Rachel Maddow. H-O-G, man. <laughs> Rachel Maddow of uh, MSNBC is 47. David Oliowo of Selma, the butler, is 44. And David was just in Baltimore shooting The President Is Missing, which is another show that has been put on production hiatus um, due to the pandemic. Um, Sam Huntington um, is 38. Taryn Killam is 38. Matt Lanter of 90210 is 37. Hilary Scott of Lady Annabelle is 34. And Asa Butterfield. Um, from hugo is 23 that's birthday today and uh wrestlemania chachi will be happening this weekend right this saturday and sunday it's a two-part yeah. wrestlemania of course yeah. it was all taped last week there's been a couple changes since last week due to wrestlers e- either feeling sick or under the weather or not passing um the body temperature text because they actually take the wrestler's temperature, oh, the wow. superstar's temperature. So they, if they're higher than 100.4, they're not allowed to yeah. wrestle, which is uh, uh, That's crazy. That's pretty high, right? 100.4. That's 4. high, yeah. Yeah, 98, 98 yeah. is the average, correct? Yeah. Is that the average? Yeah, 98. Average? 98 nine. so, yeah, it's considered like the, uh, the norm. Um, the norm, right? But they just added a women's tag team title match, Chachi, as Asuka and Carrie Sane will be defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the Women's Tag Team Championship. So uh, that's a new match added, but there have been some changes to the card, Chach. Um, So as you know, Roman Reigns had battled leukemia, Mm -hmm. so he is immunocompromised. Right. Um, He was challenging Goldberg for the Universal Championship that he actually decided to pull out of the match from last week's tapings. And because uh, they didn't really make the official announcement on WWE.com, he actually went on his Instagram or his social media, and he said, "You already know what's going on. It's all over the news, the dirt sheets, whatever you call them. I've pulled from WrestleMania. He's like, for years. People are like, don't show up at WrestleMania. We want, we don't want you in it. So supposedly he was kind of like the hated good guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now like people are hating on him for not being a part of this WrestleMania because he's a middle compromise." Oh, yeah, he's getting a lot of hate from people can, saying, calling I, him, like, a sissy. A sissy? Are you serious? People that haters are calling yeah, him a sissy. Leukemia. Give
3: him a damn break, my God. Yeah,
0: leukemia, dude, yes. they who are
3: healthy not to go around shaking people's hands or, or staying six feet away from people. These are wrestlers who are going to be all over each other for, like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it's going to be. Right. I mean, and this guy, you know, has been fighting leukemia. I mean, give, I mean, how can anybody say anything to him? That's...
2: It's crazy. Uh,
3: yeah, it's
0: crazy. It's... Uh, that's what he said. People are calling him a sissy. He says yeah. you don't know the whole story, um, and he said that you don't know what else is going on in his life. He's got family. He's got older family. He's got newborns. So he's a, he's a, he's a father to a newborn kid. So obviously,
3: to that's horrible.
0: Yeah. So don't give the guy any heat just because he pulled from <laughs> his match. Right. Um so it's a rumored that Roman Reigns replacement against Goldberg Chachi will be Braun Strowman. Um, which I think was the probably the most logical person because everyone else is kind of involved with a big match on the card. Um another one that came to mind is Shinsuke Nakamura. That I think that would have been cool, but uh I think having the big, huge Braun Strowman versus Goldberg would kind of work as a WrestleMania uh, you know impromptu match so to speak right. um so that ma- that main event matches is, is uh, has been changed uh the women's title match is still the same becky lynch defending against Shayna baszler john cena will will still be fighting bray wyatt in a firefly funhouse match brock lesnar will still be challenged by drew mcintyre for the w title they still have the fatal five-way elimination match there's been a change to the, the, the Raw tag team title match. Um, so last week we said Angel Garza would be teaming up with Andrade Cien Almas, now known as Justin Andrade, dropped the last name, um, by a new um, up-and-coming um, superstar on NXT named Austin Theory. and His gimmick is he always promotes how young and successful he is at 22 and calls <laughs> everyone old. Right. That's kind of like his gimmick. Like, look where I am. You're 32, and I'm 22, and I'm better. It's like, it's kind of an annoying, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> Exactly, right? Uh, <laughs> but Andrade is out of that match because he's dealing with a rib injury. So Austin Theory will be teaming up with um, Angel Garza to take on the Street Profits for the tag titles. Sami Zayn will defend the Intercontinental Championship against Daniel Bryan. And um, there's actually going to be a change in the SmackDown tag titles, Chachi. The Miz reportedly fell sick um, over the week of the tapings. And as you know, he's a tag team champion. Can they defend the tag titles when one person's sick? Not confirmed, but it's rumored that it will be a one-on-one match with John Morrison, I guess, representing the team versus one of the Uso brothers. And a ladder match. I think they should have scrapped this match because I don't think a tag team title should be defended with one of the the team members without the other. I think they could have scrapped it and just created a brand new match, but they didn't want to go that way for whatever reason. Um, Undertaker is going to take on AJ Styles. Um, So this is actually, because of the pandemic, what's going on, they didn't want to call it a graveyard match or a tombstone match or whatever, but they're calling it a boneyard match. But it really is mm-hmm. going to take place in a cemetery, um, a graveyard. <laughs> right. um, but they didn't want to say the word cemetery during these, yeah, yeah. these times, I guess, which is crazy. Um, I'm really looking forward to Randy Orton versus Edge. Shachi. This is Edge's first singles match, and I think eight years. Wow! As Edge was in the Royal Rumble, um, and he did fairly well in the Royal Rumble, but they're saving his return match in eight years against Randy Orton. Really good build for that match. Um, also, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley, and King Corbin versus Elias. So, and Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. So that's your um, that's your WrestleMania card as it stands right now, Chachi. Some changes due to wrestlers feeling sick, and um, you know yeah. it had to happen. You know, it had to happen.
3: Well, um, I mean, normally for WrestleMania, people come out on their deathbed just to be on WrestleMania. It's such a huge event. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna miss WrestleMania. Missed this year's WrestleMania because it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be a, you know, a huge step down
0: from a normal WrestleMania in front of well, a live cloud, I mean, crowd. Yeah, there's no live crowd, Morgan. I don't know if you've seen wrestling lately, Morgan, but no, they're they're wrestling each other in a empty performance center arena. And that's going to be the place where WrestleMania is. Hasn't uh, sound fun.
4: Yeah.
0: No. Well, if you think about it, it's the only sports that's going on right now. And and Vince McMahon was the the name rumored to want to keep WrestleMania going. I guess if it was up to, like, all the wrestlers, if they pulled the entire roster, okay. maybe they would have voted not to have it. Right. Okay. Hey. But they, number one, is the only sport right now. But number two, wrestling is a sport that's based on storyline. And mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to postpone a storyline and a feud. If that right. makes sense. Yeah, they They're could actually, have. They
3: could have, like, changed it around and had, like, it be a different pay-per-view. Or maybe move, like, even, like, I don't know, like, one of the other um, pay-per-views, like, throughout the year, move it to, you know, what would have been WrestleMania, and then switch WrestleMania later on in the year, and have that be WrestleMania.
0: That's true. They could have had it later in the year. They could uh, Yeah, just change the title, right? Yeah, you have, change the title have the and, and have,
3: have different matches than what you would have had. Of course, because the story Well, matters. they
0: they already started building those matches. That's the problem, and they're WrestleMania cal- caliber matches. If you think about it, we haven't seen Edge wrestle in eight years. They they kind of want that on the, ma- the Mania. Yeah. Um, um. So they pulled fans. Um. They're thinking about having fan reactions on like, kind of like what we're doing now. They'll have like, like, like maybe some social fans, media. Yeah, have it watching via Skype or social media, and they'll have the fan reactions, kind of like pop up while you're watching a match what do you think of that do you think that would be uh cool or distracting or oh no wow. <laughs> like like a like somebody tweeting about it about the match maybe tweets on the bottom or actually things like uh, i don't know no but these are actual visuals these are actual video oh yeah the so yeah. like fan reactions during a show no no yeah
2: oh, odd i think i think that would
0: be uh, distracting
3: yeah, sounds oh, man, like it. It's, it's, the whole thing's messed up, really. I, I mean.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but again, it's the only sport going on. Well, hopefully um, it's
3: one-year thing.
0: Exactly, guys. Uh, the WWE Ice Cream Bars are out now, Chachi. Nice. Yeah, so you can get um, your favorite treats uh, featuring John Cena, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, <laughs> and even Randy Macho Man Savage. These are That's the classic. Awesome. 80s ice cream bars a little bit of a twist from the, the 80s version um i think there's gonna have they're gonna have two cookies on each side versus one uh, mm-hmm. but i, I kind of like the, the chocolate side though uh, you know they're kind of i don't know we'll have to try and we'll have to you know see yeah. if it, it, it uh it lives up to that one make sure you got to
3: your grocery store right now and, and wait in about right so buy, right.
0: buy it right um <laughs> Also, um, on Vice TV, Chachi, I don't know if you know, there's a documentary called The Dark Side of the Ring, which every episode they focus on the dark side of wrestling. They actually had one uh, based on the Chris Benoit tragedy. Um, oh, wow. Which, yeah. So they actually had an actor playing uh, the reenactments uh, of uh, Chris Benoit. So um, you could check it out on Vice TV. Um also, WWE, uh, WWE has um, uh, teamed up with um, Netflix for another show. As you know, WWE and Netflix have a thing. They have a big show, uh sitcom, Chach, yeah. that we talked about last week. Now they have another one. It's, uh, it's a movie released by Netflix and WWE Studios. It's a live-action film for kids and teens. Um, it's called The Main Event. Follows a 10-year-old boy who is bullied but dreams of becoming a WWE superstar. And he gets uh, to live his dream when he discovers a super-secret breakfast cereal um, that turns him into, I guess, his alter ego. So so a a magical (laughs) cereal. Okay. So that's what I have for wrestling. So check out WWE. (laughs) WrestleMania on the WWE Network. and also will be on Fox Pay-Per-View. As you know Fox and WWE have that uh, partnership now. So uh guys that's all I have for below the belt show. Wow, this is our second uh home edition, our quarantine, quarantine edition. Yes. Of like below it. the belt show, uh we we hope you all enjoyed it. I think last week was uh, pretty seamless and ended up being uh Pretty good, uh, technically as well, and we're glad pretty, that we are. Pretty pretty good. good. Pretty, pretty pretty
2: good. Pretty, <laughs> pretty
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to like thank, of course, actor Jimmy Wong. Make sure uh, you check out his. Yeah, he was great. Yes, he was his great. Beast of Fiction YouTube uh, cooking show, um, and of course, uh, he's also in Mulan. Uh, so can't wait to see that yeah. when we eventually can. Yes. Um. And uh, of course, we'd like to thank our in studio panel, the king of the 80s, a demotivational speaker, Chachi McFly. Yay! That's right, she is your grace, Morgan Fabulous. Do you want to throw out all your, you. what are, all your other names?
2: Uh, Morgan Fabulous, your grace, queen of the Andals, the unburnt, Marine. <laughs> Uh, breaker of Chains. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> so you're basically you're taking all of, me, all all of, of, all of Amelia Clark's. Uh, yes. Terraces, she is you, me and okay. I am her. Okay, yeah. great, great. I did meet your twin at the SAG Awards.
2: I Natalie Immanuel. Yes, I was very jealous. You met everyone. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> it was it was my only highlight of 2020 it's been pretty there you go. hey you got that you got that <laughs> all right guys and of course um we have um another highlight of 2020 before this all this craziness was the sundance film festival yes these are the final i thought last week was our final interviews from sundance um these were conducted by my co-host lauren francesca of the um the film tesla which is the biopic based on nikolai tes- tesla the um the famed uh, electrical engineer and and inventor um, who uh, worked closely with Thomas Edison back in the day. Um, So that stars Ethan Hawke. And last week, I thought I had the Ethan Hawke interview uh, ready to rock, but uh, I didn't last week, but I have it tonight, guys. There we go. So uh, it's a very brief interview with uh, two of the actors from Tesla. That's Ethan Hawke, the star who plays Tesla. And actor, Kyle McLaughlin. So uh, conducted by Lauren Francesca, uh, by our friends, our sister show, Click on This at clickonthis.tv. Check out Click on This. Please support it, uh, follow it, subscribe to it on YouTube. Um, it's great being a part of that show too, to be on location, getting all these great interviews, including the Sundance Film Festival. So we're to close tonight with those interviews, guys. So on behalf of everybody here, Chachi McFly, Morgan Fabulous, I'm Al Soto, and we have another great show for you guys, BTB Quarantine Edition, again, next week. So until then,
1: Peace. Peace! Peace! Hello, Kyle. Hi, how are you? were you? Click, click on this. On this. I'm good.
0: Lauren. Nice to meet you. Hi,
1: Lauren. Nice to meet you too. So everybody you... out there and click on this world. <laughs> okay.
0: You've had an amazing career. How did Thank you do you. it?
1: Uh, you know, just a lot of good luck. Wow. And uh, a lot of good sleep. <laughs> an occasional glass of red wine, coffee in the morning, and um, you know I so uh, you know a tongue in cheek, but for in. In reality, it started with David Lynch for me, who cast me in my first film, Dune, back in 1983, and then cast me again in Blue Velvet, uh, and then in Twin Peaks, and he's been really responsible, I think, in so many ways for the longevity of my career. I've helped a little bit here and there, and hurt in other ways, but really it starts with David Lynch. How did you meet David? We met uh, when I was brought in to meet for Dune, actually, a casting agent. Uh, read, read me on, on the scenes in Seattle and recommended that I come to Los Angeles to meet David and Rafaela De Laurentiis. That's amazing, now yeah. how, was, how was working on Tesla? Oh, it was a lot of fun, you know. This was independent with a capital I, we had no money. It was really just really underground. Uh, people talk about losing locations at the last minute, trying to make stuff up. It was really a labor of love. Working with a very, very smart director named Michael Almereyda, and a person who's really, really fun and creative and inventive and spontaneous, Ethan Hawke. So
0: that's, that's awesome. Any any tips for people out there who want to have a career like yours?
1: Oh uh, well, work hard, I guess, <laughs> and um, find find someone like David Lynch.
0: Yeah, yes. And where can we follow you on social media?
1: Uh, so I'm on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, Kyle underscore McLaughlin, and Twitter, my name, uh-huh. and uh, and so and Facebook a little bit, but those awesome. ones. And I'm trying to get into TikTok. I haven't it out yet but on yeah there. one day one day we'll figure that
0: out <laughs> and that vine came back so you should just hop on it's called bite you should hop on
1: really right. yeah. okay good to yeah. know oh yeah. okay i'll check that out
0: too and um do you have any project other projects coming out or anything where well, we can I'm check currently out?
1: working on a show for cbs called carol's second act which is thursday night half hour sitcom very traditional classic half hour uh, that's a lot of fun with patty heaton we're just about to finish up on that that's going to run for another six episodes and then we'll see All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to meet you. you. Thanks, Kyle.
6: Thank you. Tesla uh, was one of those people that, like a lot of scientists, really understood the interconnectivity of the universe, that we don't operate um, separate from each other, that we are really like a living organism connected. And that when you're unwell, I'm unwell, or when, you know, whatever we're in, we're in together. And that's very profound. And, you know, Scientists have a kind of math to back that up so it stops being spiritual and starts being physical about how much you know, iner- you know, energy is neither created nor destroyed. And how, uh, I-, I found that aspect of him very exciting. He really ultimately wanted to help people and get people lab- to be labor-free. You know, that was his hope for the Internet.
1: Ethan. Ethan, hi.
6: hi. How
1: Can you give our viewers some advice on how to be as awesome as you?
6: Um, Well, you're the person. You're you're more awesome than me, so you got to talk to them and give them your tips for greatness, you know?
0: What was it like working on Tesla?
6: You know, being an actor is always pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. You know, you throw yourself at these projects, and some of them work, and some of them don't, and you do your best, and Mm -hmm. it's always about as much fun as the people you get to work with. Working with them is the most fun part.
0: Well, you're amazing. So are you. What's your Instagram? Ethan Hawk. Ethan, we Hawk?
6: Yeah. Ethan Hawk, or something like that. It's very interesting. Go to yes. it.
0: New York or LA? New
6: York. New York. Always.
1: Okay. Thank you, oh, Ethan. Yeah. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your
2: bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, bye,
6: bye, 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 bye.